Welcome to the uh, Ruining Your Liver Hangout. <laughs> uh, well, a group of friends that like to get together and talk about arcade games, movies, and arcade repair, and uh, some arcade news uh, in the community, and all the fun stuff like that. And tonight we have a special guest uh, brought to you by Jim Bodini. I'm going to let Jim Bodini take over. And huh? uh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's all you. <laughs> it was all a mistake. No, uh, it's all your fault. <laughs> well, actually, actually, uh, uh, Steve PM me on 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 Clav, and actually, that's a funny story. And he's like, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to come on. <laughs> I'd like to come on your show." And and chill with you guys. Um, uh, what what's the, the link again? I respond. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. And uh, here's here's the link. And we go on. I gave him all the details. I was like, oh, oh shit. I was actually. I thought you were. Um, I was reaching out to the arcade radio guys. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where's the hang up sound? Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah close. Like like within a, a span of like six hours, you. All right, I got with you and and the arcade radio guys. I don't know. It's like my little fifteen minutes of fame at the moment. So <laughs> well, I, forgot to, I forgot to mention we're episode uh, one fifty eight, and we're America's longest live arcade podcast. <laughs> Great timing, and we never introduce ourselves. So good luck finding out who's who. <laughs> it's deliberate. Yeah, notes are in the description. It's deliberate. It's one hundred percent deliberate. <laughs> yeah. We're just peeps. <laughs> All right, Jim, take it away. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so I was I was excited though to have uh, Steve on here. I've bought a lot of stuff from. Him. So Steve runs um, the arcadefixit.com website. I believe that's that's right. And he specializes in like hard to find new old stock parts. So anytime that you're looking for something that no one has, and and he's usually a, a good resource to check with. Um, so that's that's my experience, but I other than that, I, I don't know, uh, Steve. I don't know your story. I know that obviously, um, you've got a, a boat ton of parts, and you've been dealing in this industry for a long time. Um, yes. But the whole backstory with how, how that happened, and and um, I don't know any of that that jazz. And then there there's the rumor flowing around. <laughs> that uh, that you were on a Starcade episode, so we have we have uh, quite a bit to uh, to chat about, and, and uh, it could potentially be pretty arcade uh, dense for this show. So we're sorry, I, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the arcade hangout, but really, it's just the hang. No, I'm just kidding. Well, believe but, me, uh, I can. Anyway, talk uh, yeah. So if yeah. if I but, start rambling, just interrupt me because I can talk. <laughs> I've got a soundboard for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, it's all it's uh it's all good. But uh yeah, so uh tell us your story, Steve. Like what's uh how did you get into this crazy industry and um and yeah, how and the business and all that fun stuff? Uh well, let's see. When I first the first time I played a coin operated game was uh probably when I was seven or eight. So this would have been the mid seventies. Um, our, our, our elementary school had a, like every once a month, they had a thing at the skating rink where you would go, you know, for skate night. So my dad took me there and there was a pinball machine there. And I go, Hey dad, what's that? So he put, I think this was back when it was actually a dime. They were still a dime back then. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was like a dime one play and a quarter for three plays. Anyhow, 
he put it in, pushed the button, and of course the lights and the bells, and it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. But I was sort of intimidated because, you know, I was probably seven or eight and just like, what is this thing? Well, once he pushed that start button, that sort of uh, set off my my journey, I guess. It's like the first domino. <laughs> yeah, the fr- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, flash forward to around 1981, uh, the local arcade opened up, or the mom and pop arcade, I should say, which I hung out there pretty much every day. Um, on the weekends, you know, 10, 12 hours a day from when they open, when they close. And one time um, I asked the uh, the arcade owner, I go, hey, I go, I just got like 125 bucks for Christmas. I go, do you have any games for sale? And he goes, well, let's go over to the warehouse. So he drove me over to his little warehouse and and I bought my reactor. So I bought my, my first, yeah, when I was, I think, 12 or 13. No, Holy maybe 14. Fuck. Yeah, because that's every bought- every kid's dream. Own, own an arcade machine at that age. <laughs> well, okay, okay, well, yeah. Well, okay, see now I got to backtrack a little bit. When I was, I think twelve, we had a gold mine, which is the local chain or the big national chain um, owned by Nickels and Dimes. Um, every Christmas they have all their games for sale. So I bought a Surf Champ pinball. It was two hundred forty nine bucks. I had like half the money and my parents kicked in the other half. So I had, that's when I, my first coin opera game was a surf champ pinball. Um, now flash forward to the, the arcade guy. Um, so I bought reactor, which I still have in my living room right now. Um, so I bought Terry's uh, reactors uh, in her living room. It must be a reactor thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I come uh, back, came back just the time. I was a reactor. Yeah, did somebody say exactly? Yeah, what? I, haven't, I haven't played it in years. It just collects dust. Um, so, uh, from like age fourteen to sixteen, I bought some more games. Um, and at age sixteen, I got a job in a local liquor store. And my boss says, "Hey, I know you have some games. Why don't you put a couple in the store?" And I was like, "Okay." So I, I, I probably, t- uh, you know, back then it would probably would have been like a Donkey Kong Junior and a Ms. Pac Man and food fight or something like that. Uh, so I did that and that got me like in the operating um, mode per se. So now I got to stop you there at, at age, you know, 16 um, and, and having game, a couple games on location. Uh, were you, how often were they breaking down? Were you repairing them as a 16 year old and fixing them yeah, up? I, or I, how I, did... Yeah. I learned as far as tech work, I just learned um, trial and error basically. Okay. Um, Wow. There was a time when I I nicked three tubes in in a three hour span. Oh, oh shit! Oh wow! Yeah. Just a bad day. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, okay, and then yeah. Now when Milestar um, when they started they decided they were going to shut down, they were closing out all their games. So uh, Three Stooges was on closeout. Um, so. You know, back then I was um, getting the trade magazines, like Replay Magazine and Play Meter. So I would, you know, read all the, the industry news. So back in the, in the back of those magazines, they had all the ads. So Betson, which is the big uh, distributor chain here in the States, um, they had an ad, Three Stooges, 745 bucks. So it's like, okay, I'm going to buy it because I'm a big Stooges fan. <laughs> nice. Um, and I didn't drive. So I had... <laughs> 
You gotta so, get used to it. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, the arcade owner, I said, "Hey, I want to go buy this game. You know, can you go pick it up for me?" He goes, oh, "Well, just come down with me." So we drove down to LA, picked it up. On the way home, he says, "Hey, when you get done playing this game at your house, let me know, and we can put it in the arcade." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So a couple months later, I I was done playing and put it in his arcade. Um, and th- by that time, I had bought a couple other games that were like sort of newer per se. Um, and he goes, well, you know, put these in my, put them in the arcade. It's like, okay. And then Gauntlet came out. and Ah, Quarter Muncher. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, actually, I was going to buy a, a Ghost and Goblins when they came out. Uh, but I called my buddy who lived in L.A. And he says, oh, no, no. He goes, you got to check out this game called Gauntlet. He goes, it's really cool. So I, I looked, well, I didn't look it up. I had to do research manually. Um so basically, no I bought internet. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. internet back then, everybody. Yeah. Um, so I, I bought a gauntlet brand new, and I got it delivered to the house. And I got a phone call like literally that night, and from the arcade owner, he said, "I'm coming over tomorrow to pick up this game when we're going to put it in the arcade." I'm like, "Well, wait, I want to play it a little bit." He goes, "Okay, I'll give you two days." Jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Come to you know, you, I, I don't know if you, well, you guys didn't operate, but back then Gauntlet made tons of money. So I was a high school kid, 16 years old, making like 300, 400 bucks a week, my half. Fuck. And, Jeez. And, high school, and this wow. was like, you know, 1985. That's better so, than a paper route. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was insane. It was insane. So, you know, after that, I bought more games and then I had to, I would put different locations. So at one point, I had a route of about 60 pieces. And you're in uh, high school doing this. At high school, yeah. I didn't yeah, drive. Oh my I had, god! I had to pay the, the the kids that drove. I had to give them like twenty bucks to help me move games and stuff. <laughs> Case of beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's uh, I did that for oh man, probably till the early nineties, like night like ninety two ish when I got out of operating. Um, and I, I, you know, I back then I bought many new games in the box, you know, videos and pins. Um, some winners, some losers. Um, what's uh, what are what's an example of a, what was a big loser? Uh, time <laughs> killers. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what the last few games were before you got out? Yeah, the last brand new game I bought was a Mortal Kombat Two. Okay. Um, I, I, cause I missed out. I remember my distributor calling me saying, Oh, you got to get a mo- this mortal Kombat. It's, it's the hottest game out. You got to get one. It's like, it was like, you know, three grand or like 3,500. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, no, no, no. I'll pass. Well, <laughs> I missed out on that, that one. So when mortal Kombat two came out, I bought one of those and those were 4295. Mm. Any, yeah. any street fighters? Oh yeah. I bought a, I bought a championship edition when they came out. That did pretty good. I had a couple nice. of those. Uh, those were like three grand, brand new. And then I bought some kits, a couple of kits. Those were like fifteen hundred bucks for the kits. Oh. Um, you remember the, these are like late late eighties dollars too. We're talking, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, early nineties. Those would be early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 currency. <laughs> and you keep yeah. all the money that gets put into those, right? Like once you buy the game, you don't have to give anything back to the company. 50, 50, like... No, fifty percent. I oh, give fifty okay. percent to the location. Got it. No, no, he he buys the game like from the factory, but when he puts it on location, he has to split it, right? Correct. Uh, yes. Arcade owner. Okay. Yeah. So you still yeah, have yeah. to come up with the full amount for the game, oh, and, yeah, then, right. and then you recoup it back from the half sales from the location. 
right? Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, still that's still done that way too. So really, the, the arcade <laughs> owner is 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 come is the one that's benefiting the most. Totally, and yeah. your game gets well, trashed by people. You got to fix it. And... Well, for me, when I bought the gauntlet, um, it was beneficial for both of us. I mean, he didn't have to dish out the three grand for the game, but I had it in a very high traffic location because gauntlets wouldn't make that type of money in a. Oh, location. I suppose because yeah, because they own the space, so there is yeah. so that's a trade off. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the paying rent and. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah exactly. So, um, so that was my foray into operating. Um, then I took a break for a couple of years, and then after that, uh, Damon Clausen and I got together. I know Damon. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we we started Blast from the Past, which was a restoration company, and that was from like maybe '96 to 2002. Oh, um, I know. I knew you looked familiar. You're the one I got the Pac-Man glasses from. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember me? <laughs> Andy, Andy, got, we talked about Damon, actually. We actually we talked about Damon together and, and stuff. You glasses, remember? you mean like, like these type of glasses? Yeah, yeah, glasses? yeah. I got the Pac-Man glasses I bought from you, and you I held the them for me for a while. From you. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Woohoo. <laughs> no, you probably don't. You don't remember. It was, a, it was at a, 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 an expo show or... Something. Yeah, you know, I, I have hundreds of, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I now that I, I'm thinking about it, people are starting to look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, too bad Gag's not on, because yeah. he's, yeah. he's, he's chatted with you quite a bit. Damon, Damon's a really good guy, though. I really, yeah. I really like Damon a lot. He's cool. Yeah, well, interesting story how we met is I had an ad in a, in a local little, you know, uh, we had what we call Easy Ad, which was a little magazine that you would buy or give away for free at the, at, you know, anyhow. I had a battle zone for sale and he called me saying, Oh, I want to come by it. So he came over and we were talking. He's like, Oh, I have a, a space ace and a couple other games. And I'm like, Oh, well I have this and that. And then I, and I go, well, I can do you one bet. You know, we were starting to like brag and, and try to, you know, <laughs> up each other. And I'm like, well, well, I was on Starcade and he looked at me and goes, well, so was I. And I'm like, at that moment, we became pretty much, you know, like best, not best buds, but really good friends. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Then you just got all mad at each other. You're Fuck like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. won. How'd you do? Yeah. So <laughs> did either of you go home with the game? Is the question. Uh, I, I didn't. No, I, that would I, be the way to one up. Well, we were both on yeah. Starcade. No, Damon. Damon won on Starcade. He did the the episode where he's with his mom, uh, where it's uh, mom and son oh, and type of brother. episode. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he he actually won. That was cool. I think he got a space ace. I think right. Me, wow. me won. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's what he, he got. took the money for the winnings. Yeah, and got a space ace. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he sold the game that he won and then bought a space ace. Yeah, he's the big laser laser guy. Yeah, he's a laser uh, guy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I can go into detail on, on that. I don't know which way direction you want me to go, but. Well, talk about Starcade for a little bit, because I don't know your side of Starcade. So, what what was yours just a standard episode where you were just with another another contestant? Yeah. Uh, yeah type of thing? Was, yeah. Um, I, I was, I think, 14 when that happened. And I think my contestant was probably the same, 13, 14, the same age. Um, and you remember the games you played for the I show? I do. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> and was, were you uh, good at them at the time? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> um, so I was I played Pac Man, Miss Pac Man. Uh, was it Pac Plus or Super Pac Man? I don't. 
I don't remember. It was it was like three packs and then the Donkey Kong and a Donkey Kong Jr. Which I was I think the first show that had like that type of family of games together because before it was just like mishmash of everything which sort of sucked on my part because it, it was nothing exciting. I mean, I was excited to be there, but the games weren't really exciting. Um, and, um, but what the, uh, on Starcade, what they did is, is if, if you got called in for, uh, to go down and, and apply for lack of better term, um, they would meet at a hotel at, a, at like in the conference room at a hotel in San Francisco where the, where it was filmed. And they would ask you trivia questions. And I remember there was probably 30 or 40 kids in this room and adults. And they were asking these questions, you know, just like blah, this and that. And then they asked, who, who is Nolan Bushnell? And then everybody was like just sitting there. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and so I, I answered the question. And, um, And, and so what later, you know, later in life, you realize what they were doing. They were trying to pair you up with people the same knowledge as you. Right. And, and if I would have known, I would have just played dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Because also when um, they would take you back to the studio where they had that big room with all the games in it. Mm-hmm. And you would play each game for like two minutes or whatever, a minute and write down your score. And then they would match you up with your playability. Well, I'm there going, I'm just going to get the best scores I can. And I'm just, you know, <laughs> playing all these games. Well, I should have just sucked at each game because then I would have yeah. been matched it, it up. It benefited with... sandbagging, in other words. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had a great time. I mean, it was something that I'll, I'll never forget. Um, uh, what were we just talking about? Uh, oh, Star King. That's right. You didn't get to win a robot. <laughs> no, no, I I, run, I won a red line, a red line bike. Oh, okay. A, a cruise, a cruiser red line, which back in back in the eighties, early eighties, red line was like the bike to have, like a, with a mongoose like, or mongoose and red line. He's so, missing it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good good times. And then, so, um, so I don't know if you want me to elaborate more on Starcade or, or, sure, yeah, absolutely, it's a good, great story, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can well, say they've been on Starcade. Yes. How did how did you get selected to even go in and apply to be on it? Well, since it was filmed in San Francisco, and of course I lived in California, I I saw it every Saturday when it came on. So at the end of the show, they said, if you want to be a contestant, send your name and address to to, to this address. And then we'll, you know, if we'll call you back. So, well, I, that's what I did. And um, oh. Just so did, had, you only, did you only write in once or like 10 times? Um, well, see, at, at first when they get you at the hotel, it's they have like a camera set up. So they, they have you, uh, I, I don't know if you guys have, have seen, have you guys all seen Starcade episodes? Or who hasn't? Like, yeah. Almost yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you notice, there's a lot of running and a lot of clapping as you run. <laughs> so they, they, tell, they tell you to do that. So at the audition, they tell you when they, they go, when we call your name, jump up, you know, clap and run and, and you know, be really enthused. So um, they want to see how you look on camera. They want to know how smart or dumb you are. Um, and then that's when you get called back if you're, actually, if you're going to be on the show. You, you uh, go yeah. home and then a couple of weeks later, they say, okay, we're, we're picking you, you, you. So... I was not picked the first round. 
um, because I guess I didn't look good on camera from from what I was we were told they didn't like but, your clapping. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kept missing. Not enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. his <laughs> eyes weren't big enough when he ran. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, somebody actually backed out. So I was like the like the the second person to call. So that's how that I that's what happened. Is um, Starcade stand-in? That's right. <laughs> Starcade stand-in. Default, default. Um, but uh, <laughs> Damon always kept in touch with um, James, and I forgot the woman's name, but it was a it was a couple that produced the show, and they created it and produced it, and they they lived in the city, San Francisco. So when Damon and I had Blast from the Past, we found out that Gyrus was Jim's favorite game, so we restored one for him and we delivered it to him, um, you know, as a Aww. yeah. As a freebie, as a thank you, and you know, really nice, really nice people. So they invited, you know, we hung out at their house for a little bit and uh, reminisced about stuff. This this was probably uh, this had to be like ninety nine or two thousand somewhere around there when we did that. Oh, okay. So that I think that was right when they were starting to archive things and put it online. Um, so I, I but I think it was yeah, late late nineties when we did that. We should get both of you guys out of Grinkers and do a Starcade live. Oh, Ooh, I like that. Oh, that would and, be uh, awesome. And then everyone, everyone clap when they run. Clap, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There will be that day. I, 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 don't, I don't run anymore. Lucky for you, most of the games are pretty close to each other. Though. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, lucky, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll scoot in on a hub around. I have no problem with that, but I'm not going to run in. Steve, were you on the show when it was the first host or the second host? Uh, I had Mark Richards. Oh, okay. So I think he was the second. I think Alex yeah. Trebek was the first guy, right? Or he was like the the pilot. Alex. But he was the pilot, and then they oh, had like this Jeff, one Jeff, one host. Edwards, he was after. Wait, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was like two well, two two hosts did it. Uh, one just did it for a little bit, and then and then there's I forget the the main guy's name. Yeah, um, well, my my show was one of the early shows, so it, it it had to be Mark Richards and then Jeff Edwards after that. Okay. Um. So um. So back to uh, for my, oh, yeah. my, my business in the coin up is um. So then Damon and I started Blast from the Past. Uh, we did that for, uh, for like five years after nine eleven. I mean, we were doing pretty good. You know, our, all our sales went to guys that were our age. You know, in our thirties that wanted to rem reminisce their teenage years. But man, after nine eleven happened, I mean, literally overnight the next day, our sales just tanked. Wow. I mean, nobody nobody was buying anything. Really? And that I mean, and that lasted for a good six months. So we sort of decided to hang it up around mid uh, two thousand two. <coughs> oh, that's a good run. That's yeah, interesting. You know, that, that that reaction happened. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and I remember I, I there was an order I had to ship to New York, and it's like oh, I don't want to ship a big box to New York, you know, because everybody was on on high alert. So I, yeah. you know, it just I wasn't going to be shipped this this big box to New York. So, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then come into the parts business. I got into the parts business in two thousand six. <sighs> okay. Or actually, no, I take that back. I have, I started the website 2006, but I got unofficially in the parts business in 2002. So after Blast from the Past broke up, um, 
I got a call from my my salesman at my distributor, which was uh, C.A. Robinson in Los Angeles. And he said, hey, um, I know you, you know, you buy parts to restore your games. Our San, our San Francisco branch, we're shutting it down. So go up there and see if there's, you know, stuff that, oh, that you shit. need. Or, or it was a, no, it was oh, a, wow. they had a, uh, the test unit. What was that Atari test unit? The, the, oh, the Pat 9000 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He How the hell did I know that? I know. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was some random trivia that would have what gotten this paired with somebody it's really good at it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I drove up to San Francisco, and they had it was like on a like a silent auction type thing. And I remember I put a bid in of, I don't know, like 400 bucks or whatever. Anyhow, I, I won that, so I took that home. And I was walking through their warehouse, and there were these two, two big boxes, maybe like four feet by two feet by two feet and they said atari on them and the other one said bally on it and i'm like well what are those he goes oh those are just you know old parts that that um we're, we're clearing out it's like oh well how much are they he goes well make me an offer so i, I think I, I offered him like really low like 500 bucks because I, I didn't even know what was in them. so he had to call the the head honcho in la and they passed on that offer and i go well just tell me what you want because then i i looked through the box i was like oh that's cool you know all these Atari parts that we could use for restoration or I could use for my personal games. Cause back then I had about a hundred games in my own collection. Um, nice. Um, so I, I got that, I got that lot for like a thousand bucks and that's what sort of got me in the parts business per se. Um, more of it, it was more like a high because it was like Christmas, you know, you would open the box and you would just take out a parts bin and, and it was like, wow, look at that. You know, you look someone and it's like, wow, look at that. So this was, you know, early stages of also the internet. Um, so I started researching part numbers and I found um, Brady Distributing back in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, they had just started a, an online website and these part numbers that I was punching in were coming up as they had stuff in stock. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, so I ordered, ordered this, that, that, and that. Hmm. So I did a couple of orders, and next thing you know, the guy calls me, the, the parts manager. He says, I see you're buying a lot of these old parts. He goes, um, you know, I, I, if you if you want some more, I can give you better deals, and I'll ship them to you for free second day air. I'm like, okay. Um, so then I would order, like, bigger lots because, you know, I guess I just had so much stuff. Well, come to – about a year later – the head honcho says we want to free up space. We have all these old parts, you know, sell them. So um, wow. the parts guy calls me, says we have all these parts. Do you want to buy them? I go, well, send me a list. So he sent me a list. I mean, and there were parts from everything from Atari, Exidy, you know, Konami, Taito, you know, everything. Uh, yeah, it was like 115000 um, like wholesale dollars. And I go, well, how much do you want for this stuff? And he goes, he goes, we want ten thousand bucks. I'm like, oh shit. I go, okay. I go, okay, fine, uh, done deal. So, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, that was my first major purchase. It was like five pallets of stuff, and they delivered it from free because at, at that time Brady Distributing was getting into um, branding their own games. So they, the show in Vegas was happening. Um, it took them like four months to get my whole order together. So they said, well, what we'll do, we'll stick them on the truck when we go to Vegas, and I'll have the truck stop over at your place and drop them off. I'm like, even better. So um, 
that sort of got me into like the, the parts business, like major real time, because now I had, you know, thousands of parts and, um, and they all had those part numbers. So you could just, yeah, well, is that how you, is that how you still catalog? I, yeah, I, that's I have, what I thought. Well, yeah. When I do bulk buys, which I haven't done in a while because the sources are drying up, but yeah, I would try to get them to send me a master list so I can make them an offer. Well, I have master lists of all my bulk buys I've done over the years. Well, that's why I tell people, send me a part number, and then I can look it up and see if I can have it or see if I have it. Um, so then after that, um, you know, um, I started getting a name in the industry for the guy that buys obsolete crap, what they considered crap. So then I would have distributors and manufacturers calling me saying, hey, you want to buy this stuff? And I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> you know, send me a list. So I, I, you know, like Betson, I bought all their their obsolete inventory. Um, of course, most people know Sega when they s shut down their USA operations. Um, they're they're now called Played Amusements, but um, it's they're not they're no longer Sega USA. So I bought like twenty pallets of parts from them. Oh shit! Uh, wow. Yeah, and, and you know, just other distributors over the years. So um, all because you started operating games in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's also, what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I, I was a big play. You know, video games are my life. I mean, probably like you guys, arcade games are my life back in the in the '80s. You know, I yeah. grew. I, I'm, I'm fifty, almost fifty-one. So I grew. I was twelve years old in 1980. Which is I very have no nostalgia for the '80s. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm wearing a Rick Astley T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that was I. I I was on the the. Well, back in the day, I was ranked like ninth in California as far as, uh, you know, player ability and like 27th in the U.S. Um, wow. I would do contests and, um, yeah, I mean, I would drive or I didn't drive, but I would either my mom would drive me or the arcade. See, we, we were good publicity, too, because me and my other buddy were really good at games. So we always got free token. We never paid for tokens. They would give us shirts like to wear around town or at school. With with their you know arcade on the back, um, so it was great. It was a good time. I, I couldn't ask for anything anything better back in those days. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so that's Sweet. basically. Uh, so I've been doing the part stuff for officially since two thousand six. So I've been fully self employed since nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> And this is all I do. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, right? Living the arcade dream. Yeah. You want anything NOS? You got it. Oh, so now I can I, now this would be a good time for me to ask my question that I, I before I mentioned it before the show. So how do you how do you how do you price things? Like what's your you gotta have a system, I'm sure, but uh you know, uh what what'd be an example? Like um, you know, like a, a pivot ball for like an Atari joystick that you know, um, now I, nowadays, I suppose some people are 3D printing stuff, but for the most part, I mean, it's kind of a niche market, especially stuff that's new old stock. Like how, how do you come up with, with the price? I mean, I'm sure it's second, second nature to you now, but like, did you have, maybe that's a better question. Did you have trouble early on or like, Oh yeah, I had no, I, all I knew is what I paid for everything. So like if I spent ten thousand bucks on let's say a thousand parts, so I knew every every part was what is that ten cents a piece, or whatever, whatever it works out to. So I would just base my pricing. It's like okay, well I pay ten cents for this, so I'll charge three dollars for it. You know, before I was pricing everything too low because people were just buying it, and I'm like, 
It's like, oh shit, you know, I don't want to because see back then I was also using parts for my own game, so I didn't want to. Sure. You don't want to sell out right yeah. away. Yeah, sense. exactly. Um, but as far as my pricing structure, like I don't know if you guys have been on my site, you notice I don't yes. have like like five ninety five or six ninety five or mm-hmm. you know thirty nine. I don't have anything in ninety or very little ninety fives. Mm-hmm. Everything's just like an, a weird number. That is because back in the day when when you had to go to a distributor to buy a part, nothing was five ninety five. It was always five six seven. Because they had they had a pricing structure, so I, that's that's like um, oh, that's, that's just like fun. for me for nostalgic reasons where I just price my stuff at at a distributor pricing. So if it. we buy a hundred of something, awesome. we get it a little bit of a deal, like on Mauser. <laughs> you know, most if people ask. I usually give a ten percent discount off the top, but you have to ask. I don't advertise it. What's uh, a good guy discount? What's the part that you, you thought, like, oh, people are going to want these? I've got 2,000 of these, and, man, I can't sell one of these things. Like, you thought, all right, I'm, these people are going to be interested in this. Is there something like that? You're like, wow, nobody wants any of these, and I have a shitload of them. Yeah, well, I just I just did a, a buyout. Because, like, when, when Play It wants to get rid of their old stock, which they don't have much left, they just – Call me or she e- emails me a list. So the last batch I got a few months ago, I got all these fiber optic cables for Sega driving games. I mean, I've got like a thousand of them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's insane, and it's like, what? you know. So I put a post out. It's like, okay, you know, ten bucks a piece. And I put them on eBay. You know, whatever it was like eBay. You know, since all their fees, I had to put a little bit higher. So like, you know, fifteen bucks a piece. Well, nobody was buying this shit. So I'm like, you know, what? five bucks. I just want to get rid of this shit. So I've sold some parts, but that's that's one part that I'll die with the, all the pretty much every part or every piece. I have all these bulbs for the sports arena, Sammy Sports Arena. You know that the, the where the, the you have to stop it on the red light. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I because Se- Sega and Sammy um, or, or Sega distributed Sammy product here in the states. So I, ha- I have thousands of these bulbs that I'm never ever ever going to sell. Um. So crap like that. How about the biggest surprise where you thought, oh, no one's going to like, wow, there's a market. Is there something that comes to mind where like you didn't think, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, like, whoa, people really want this. Anything like that where you didn't think uh, like, I'll take a chance on it or, well, you're buying such quantity. I I buy in bulk. So I I always know there's going to be crap that I, I will never, ever sell, but that's just part of the game. You know, it's it's the diamonds that pay for everything. What's the biggest the, diamond? What's the biggest diamond? Like, whoa, this okay, these are in demand. Uh, I didn't real I didn't think about it when I bought this whole thing. I just threw it out and all of a sudden well, I've got see, all these PMs like you got another one, you got another one. Anything? Well see the, the, the in demand parts are, are the common stuff. You know, like mm. the Atari pivot balls and, and stuff for the logo joysticks. Those are always in demand. <laughs> I got an Atari <laughs> pivot ball from you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we didn't. We didn't think to ask for the ten percent discount. Though. We will now, as will the fifteen people that watch the show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> as our numbers increase exponentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. But as far as like, uh, well, the rare. I think the rarest thing that I had it wasn't NOS, but it was from a local op that I would buy. You know, I, when he moved into from one place to another, I got all his old crap from the eighties. So I and the seventies. So I actually I had the only known existence of the scramble marquee by Vector Beam. Hmm. A very rare. 
there's only like one known, and I I had the uh, scramble by Vector Beam. Oh, you got a photo? I don't. Not here. Someone <laughs> right, uh, look it up. Yeah. But I, I came across actually the board, the monitor, and it used a special XY monitor, black and white. And I had the marquee, and then the the plexi that goes over the button, so you that you could select what game you want. Yeah. And I, this is a little brag, but I, I sold the marquee, just the marquee. Well, I had the marquee and the, and the other plexi piece. You guys want to take a guess how much I sold those two pieces for? Oh. Thousand. No. That's... More. Oh, yeah. <laughs> More. Wow. What? No. The only guy that had it. There's no other one. It was thought to be thousand dollars. No, two, two, one million. Oh, <laughs> All right, there we go. I, uh, can you present me there? Uh, oh, I've Andrew? never seen that or, before. Okay. Yeah, yeah they they thought Is that, that the, the the one in the flyer here was the only. That's the one I probably ended up with. I didn't have the whole the guy, uh, you know, obviously smashed the game, but I had the the actually the bottom marquee. Well, look the, at that side oh, art. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then that's the like a mirror game, right? You're bouncing it off the mirrors. Uh, I don't, you know, I I never, I know they got the board working. Huh. Um, I I don't know if they built the cabinet or not, but um, I've never played it. But yeah, there, see those pictures of the uh, of, with the, on the chair, those two pieces that are sitting on the chair. Those are those are yeah. mine. Where? Yeah, that's top. The, the very top. top row. Two over to the right, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah okay. that. Ah, ah, I see. ah, ah, Fire, fireworks! Like the one to the right. So, so they were one grand a piece. Is that what it was? Yeah, pretty much. That is insane. That is insane. just think how easy someone would vectorize something like that now. It was the only one known to exist. Wow! And it went to a big private collector in Los Angeles. It's what, so what year was this? Do you, do you remember? Uh, approximately. Would that be Macklemore from Cloth? No, no, <laughs> no. What about him? Um, I think that was like '76 or '77. Oh, I'm sorry. What year did you sell that? Oh, uh, this would have been l late '90s. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. So, or yeah. maybe, yeah, late '90s. So it's currently 2019. Is that still the only one ever sold? Yeah. Yes. Wow. wow. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Lots of walls. Um, and then as far as like uh, like just wow, you know, also, uh, <laughs> back in the in the early eighties, Williams made like a tabletop. It's not a pinball, but it's, it's almost like a, a pinball machine. But it, it they had um, I don't know. It was probably like two feet tall or two and a half feet tall, and they had these overlays. One was called uh, Willie at Bat, which was like a baseball theme. Then there was Willie's Cup, which was soccer. And there was a poker one, and um... <laughs> Willie's poker. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was bound to happen sooner or later. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that that was only a prototype. But when I bought, okay, C. Robinson was the big mom and pop game distributor in Los Angeles. They opened up in like 1937, and they shut down in 2010. So when they shut down, um, Dave, the parts manager, called me saying, "Hey, um, I'm going to sell you. You know, I'm going to. We're getting rid of some parts." I'm like, "Okay." And this is before I feel I I found out they were actually shutting down. He goes, "Can you come down tomorrow?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." Well, on later that day, I found out that they decided to sh shut down the whole place. 
and it's like wow that sucks because like going to see robinson was like going to disneyland for us arcade nerds mm-hmm. um so anyhow since L- since seeing robinson was based in la and um um the the guy that founded c robinson you know he knew all he, he he's been in the coin business you know for for decades so he knew all the industry guys all the the ceos of all the manufacturers so they would get a lot of prototype stuff to test well when i bought out there when i bought the parts department they had like three sets of these these overlays that went on the play field and they're prototypes so i have like three sets of these prototype um plexi play field thingies that are that's probably like my rarest nos thing what is these 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 uh, play field overlays plastic things huh. yeah yeah wow. uh, but also in, in that like when i bought their parts they had i had a couple of blaster joystick assemblies oh. let's, let's get it straight everything from your damn site is rare because you are the nos king yeah pretty much yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah i i, I I'm happy with what I have. <laughs> I just, I, have, I, have I can't imagine the, the, and there are, we all know that there are the, the amount of people out there that are so keen on their 720 that they have to buy all NOS stuff and, and they end up spending like a grand to rebuild a joystick. And I'm just like, oh my yeah, well, God. Yeah, well, see, and that's another thing is I think I told you guys before that most of my parts, I have literally like three, four of each piece. And then once they're gone, that's it. That's Unless it. Have, yeah. Unless I find another bulk buy with with those parts, they're never going to be. At least for me, they won't be available. Yeah, I picked up but, the weirdest thing from you. It was that for baseball. It was like, did you like, uh, did you need yeah. some sort of antibiotics for it? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one, Carrie. Oh. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, I got. Here, wait. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You okay there, Carrie? Is there, yeah, yeah, the dog decided to. to it's that time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> the dog's face gets all show. black and furry. <laughs> Give me the mic. I'm so, taking over. So, so, sorry, <laughs> I, I interrupted. What, so, so, no, so that's fine. Pick up the weirdest thing from. Uh, no, it was just. Uh, I pick up. It was a little memory card that you use for the baseball games. They're impossible. Oh, yeah. yeah the double plays? Yep. Yeah. Well, I told you guys that that the first um, the first Donkey Kong ornament that uh, that's, that Steve sent me uh, transformed into a Neo Geo memory card. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and your ornament went to a guy in Mexico that bought that Neo Geo card. Oh. <laughs> so I had to... Mexico. <laughs> I, 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 I actually, a lot of my customers are in the UK because they can't get this stuff. The UK? I, I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I ship. Yeah. UK, you know, probably two or three times a week. So wow. you have to fill out all that wow. customs crap. Would I just ship something to France? It was <laughs> uh, the ass. Oh my god! It was like I should have charged more for the we waiting in line to fill this shit out. <laughs> I, do I do everything online. See, they're making I, I, ram, they're making ram control jokes in the, in the IRC. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. <laughs> there, there's a whole other can of worms for another night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I mean, I, you know, I ship out, you know, a few dozen packages a week, so I'm used to filling out forms and all that kind of stuff. So, well, I was just waiting in line at Christmas at post office for the oh. stupid thirty-five dollar uh, Ramtech Pong clone PCBs that were probably broken that some guy from France wanted. I'm like, yeah, I didn't charge enough. 
I'm standing in line here. Like, why am I, I doing this? I had to send out those. I was so those, mad, oh. Dave. I'm with you. I had to send out those stickers to Australia, which cost me fifteen dollars. Just and waiting in line on top of that. So yeah, yeah I hear well, you. It's it was, awful. It, I, I I brought <laughs> oh, it in, and oh, it was just a nightmare. But now I know oh, your like, your I, pinball stuff, Steve. Yeah, Mark? yeah, the pinball uh, uh, decals. Okay. For Monster oh. Bash, I forget that there's two Steves in here now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. You can call me Milestar. That's funny. Milestar, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Steve, <laughs> Mile, Steve slash Milestar. Uh, <laughs> just call me Mock. That's fine. Hey, uh, do you still have any uh, arcade game like actual machines at home? Uh, I do. I, I have Reactor here in the living room. Um, I, I moved from California to Santa Fe, New Mexico. So um, I, back in California, I have a few games. Um, I have um, a couple of Star Wars uprights, the Star Wars cockpit, a couple of Tempest, um, a Neo Geo Tallboy. Uh, are these uh, just all in storage right now? Yeah, they're or... my, my friend's storage. Uh, okay. And I have a uh, uh, Indiana Jones, Williams Indiana Jones pin. Ooh, nice. Uh, okay. And a Whirlwind pin. That's fun. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, you know, I don't, you know, it, when I started operating back in the 80s, I went from being, you know, a player into the business aspect of the coin op business. So uh, I, I don't really play. I mean, I, I in the eighties, I still played in the nineties, but today I, I don't, even when I go to do a show where I have my booths, you know, set up, I, I never have time to play games. Ah, uh, bummer. You got to yeah. come up to Grinkers. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's only about, what about a 10, I don't know, about 10 hour drive, 12 hour drive from here. That's so it's not too 12, bad. 12 hours from Denver. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I, I could probably do that. You should. Uh, oh, that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. Is uh, have you? Because then you'll have to play games. There's yeah. no spot for to set up a booth there. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> right? so you you have heard of Grinkers and you've oh, of course. thought about going. Okay. Yeah. I've been trying yeah. to talk Damon into going. He goes, God, I want to go do that, but he's got to talk Melanie into going and stuff. So it's like, uh. yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to go to Fun Spot. That's like on my. Oh, oh, oh we might nice. be doing that. Yeah. You could join uh, us this spring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, listen to next week. I have just about everything wrapped up with uh, NASWA, but uh, oh, nice. definitely keep the dates we talked. To, I don't know if we talked about that on or off here, but keep uh, dates in May open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I have some shows Sweet. to do in May. So ZapCon is the first weekend of May, and then Den Denver show is the end of May. Uh, you'll be good. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's you don't like being home anyway. Lincoln's got you covered. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Pencil, do you in? Yeah, exactly. you're going. All right. Yeah. You're, you're right. Right. Everybody buy a bunch of parts so I can buy a plane ticket. Pinballs. <laughs> I'll take pan. Yeah. Yeah, pan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's usually special rates on hotels for uh, drinkers too. So if you think about going to do that. Um, Steve usually gets a block of, of rooms and stuff for, for the event. Okay. So, yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do that for Brofest as well, too. And if, or yeah, Brofest. Sorry. Sneakfest. Sneakfest, what is it, five? Sneak or? year. It'll be sneak year fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With extra sneak. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun. It would be. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So that's sort of my story. Um, unfortunately, in, when, in California, I had a I I, I up or, like the first parts I bought. I went to Costco and I bought one of those. Uh, um, they're like the silver shelves. They had the wheels on them that you can push uh -huh. around and put all the parts on. 
So I, I ended up, I started with one. And by the time I moved from California to here, I, I have like 45 of those racks. Wow. So I, and I also, I moved and I had to, you know, I, I used to work out of, uh, I always work from home, but I used to work from home. And then I moved all my parts to like a little, uh, like Crocker locker type place. And then I had to get another one and then another one. So, and then eventually I ended up getting a 3000 square foot warehouse. Uh, and so I worked out of there for a few years and here in Santa Fe, um, eventually what I want to do, cause I have, I bought 10 acres here. I wanted to build a building, but it's, it's too much of a hassle. So I have cargo containers to store everything. So it's not as organized as it was in California. That's why part numbers. Give me a part number. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, now with those part num numbers, um, if I if I send you, if someone sends you a part number, and you don't know off the top of your head if you have it, are you basically just walking through all of your your cargo your your uh, your containers? No, I, I have binders with all my hard copies. Ah, okay. I that just, was. I just okay. looked at that. Um, nice. But most part, you know, most parts I I know because whenever I get parts in. Even if I don't put them in bins and I, and I keep them in the big boxes, I go through, I pull out each bag and I, you know, I check off, I do inventory and then I make a mental note of what I have. So if somebody needs something, I usually say, you know, I, I have that, but I got to double check. So, um, right. yeah, I okay. sort of have it all up here. So, uh, Stephen, um, uh, Chris Gack or Gack Attack on Clove, uh he uh, texted me as a question for you. He couldn't be here tonight, but he does have a question for you. And and if you don't, he said if you don't feel like answering it, uh, you don't have to. <laughs> but uh, set it up. Yeah. Here we go. I got to set that up <laughs> yeah, first. No, yeah, yeah. This, is, this has got to be an interesting okay, question. So, I can't wait. It's all. It's sort of a it's sort of a boxers or briefs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a buildup. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, butter or margarine? Do you like? Not just joking. Um, okay. So he 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 said, uh, "How much is the most amount of money you've ever spent to, on a big warehouse buy or on a game? Which other? What? Either or? Oh, oh wait. The suspense is terrible. Uh, I hope it'll last. The most, the most I spent in one sh in in a in when I yeah when one shot is like 17 grand oh it's a lot of money is that yes, you're, is. You alone or with a group oh no that's just me wow for a big warehouse buy like uh yeah yeah uh, yeah a distributor buyout was that something like that there was like uh just a couple of games you just had to have in that group or was it like a whole bunch in there you're like oh or or is it's it just for parts no, those are, that's just parts oh okay wow. wow no the most the most i've ever paid for a game um well, you know, Brent, you know, back in the day, Mortal Kombat was forty two ninety five, so that was pretty wow. price. Um, but I operated, so it, it didn't really make it. It wasn't a big deal, you know, back then. Oh man, like that game would have paid for. Yeah, I can imagine how quickly you'd get your money back on something like that. What was well, that actually, Mortal Kombat two? Yeah, actually, that was a dud game for me. I mean, it did good for like six weeks, and then it dropped off. What year was that? Yeah. Oh, huh. Two. Uh, yeah, it was early nineties. Okay, so let's let's run it through the bot. Forty two ninety five for today's money is seventy eight hundred. Yeah, that's wow. that a lot of money. That's a chunk of change. Hey, hey Steve, I don't know if you you said how many weeks were you bringing in uh, three hundred from Gauntlet? Like how <laughs> many? How many? Like when when did that year uh, off? Well, what, what, what do you, what do you think you brought in? Any idea? Uh, you know, I, I have that 
that ledger still somewhere. Oh, you got a ledger. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Is it a composition notebook? Why? <laughs> In pencil? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we upgraded it to a Gauntlet 2 when that kit came out. That kit was like seven ninety five when it came out. But that was probably like 18 months. But 18 months of 300 hours a at, month? At least. At least, yeah. It was insane. Wow. wow. Yeah, well, I remember. I mean, I'm uh, 40. It's going to be 47. But I was uh, in... It was as 85, did you say, call it? Yeah. Yeah, I was still going, and I'm like, I played a little bit, but, man, that was jammed. Everybody yep. was playing Gauntlet. Yep. It, yep. It, it, yeah. was, it was crazy. For me, it was uh, the Konami games, like Turtles. <clears throat> that, that was a, the first the Turtles arcade game. Holy fuck. Yeah, I, I bought one of those when they came out. That I put in a street location because the, the arcade owner sold the arcade. It didn't do too well. That was like twenty nine ninety five. Uh, it didn't do too well. I bought a Simpsons video when they first came out. That was yeah, another, yeah. that was another three grand for that. Which yeah, one did you, better, Turtles or Simpsons? Uh, hmm. Good question. I'm good for one. <laughs> I, 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 now that I think about it, I remember like the first week. This was at a liquor store, like the liquor store I used to work at. I still had games in there after I quit. Um, but I remember the first week I put it in there, I did like 317 bucks, which for a street location wow. was really, really good. Nice. Normally, normally, games on a street location would do back in those days, you know, 100 bucks, 125 bucks for a good game, but average is like, you know, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. But it, it, it just died down after that. That's that's before uh, you split yeah. it, um, probably. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Did you hear about the uh, Stephen that those uh, you know those crummy arcade one up cabinets that uh, mm-hmm. are selling? So I don't know if you heard about this, but the got the version of Gauntlet for that that they didn't even test uh, the game how far you can get it because it's got a bug where you can't get past the twenty uh, fourth level it just crashes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I so, did notice that my local Walmart is selling them now for two twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, they're they've been they've been dropping and stuff lately. So. Yeah, I played. Was I think I played. Um, you know, they they had a demo unit. I think I played the Centipede and the Street Fighter that they had on demo. You know, it was it was cool, but it's like I'm not gonna. There's there's one YouTube video I've been meaning to watch, and the the caption the the title is all at um, Street Fighter uh, One Up uh, or Arcade One Up. Uh, after three three months of owning, uh, still worth it or whatever, and and just based on the title, I'm like, I gotta click on this because I, I, it, it's got to be something like, um, you know, this broke or I had to replace that. I'm, it, it sounds like a very entertaining video. I've been meaning to watch. Hmm. <laughs> Chris has one more question. Um, I thought you answered this already, though. Uh, where did you meet Damon? Where was that at? Um, it was at the men's room at some park. It was in detention uh, at yeah. Shermer yeah. High School. Yeah. No, uh, I, well, I, I met him. Um, I, like I said, I put an ad in the local uh, ad magazine. Personals to the classified. Yeah, personals. MFM. Yeah, for Battlezone, and he answered the ad and we started talking and you know so it's just over the phone at first and stuff like that okay yeah yeah oh yeah okay. and, then, and then once he found out that i operated and stuff he like 
I used to do my own conversions. So he wanted to learn how to do that. So, you know, we became better friends and he would come over and I would show him how to do a conversion and, and we would shoot the Turn shit. Turn Donkey Kong into a street fighter. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn you guys Turn Dragon Slayer into that bowling game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys known the games that I've scrapped out and converted over oh. the years, it would just make you sick. <laughs> but you're also a capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, back then it was about making money. Yeah. And, you know, I, mean... I, I had an Azterac that uh, ended up in the dumpster mm-hmm. because Azterac could make money. <sighs> No wonder I, I haven't heard of that game. Yeah, I, I converted. <laughs> I converted one of my three Stooges to a Rastan because Rastan made much more money than three Stooges. Ooh, you yeah. got a lover. Oh, oh, no. Andrew right. loves you. Yeah. <laughs> I put all the quarters into Rastan. Andrew's a world, uh, a potential world record holder for that game. <laughs> Oh, I think of how many Arkanoid conversions there were. That was a. Oh um, yeah, show. Phoenix was oh, very fuck. famous for being converted to Arkanoid. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, it was, it was it was a fun time back then. Uh, uh, let me tell you, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Any game you ever sold that you wish you didn't sell, like you'd still you wouldn't mind it being behind you covered in dust. Uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> maybe much. Maybe the Asterac that went to the fucking dumpster. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe he had a personal connection with some what the game. Hell, like, game you know, I could that? still I look that up. Well, okay. I could still have like, oh, I really like that, like. I wouldn't mind looking at that in the background, even if you don't play it. Yeah, I always regret like selling my tap. I've you know I've had obviously many tappers over the years, but whenever I would sell a tapper, it's like. But I get probably the one I regret the most is my bubbles prototype wood cabinet. Oh, oh. do tell. Yeah, so I sold that. Um, you know when I when we decided to move to New Mexico, I just pretty much got rid of all my games. So. Um, I had a bubbles pro- wood bro- prototype with, and the the, di- the main difference between production and proto was proto you can't um, push the brushes and sponges down the drain. It was it just wasn't a feature, um, and also the 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 on the mar- uh, monitor glass the bubbles that are on the glass are trans or they're not they're not filled in. Production, they build them in white, so they're more pronounced. Mm-hmm. So that's how you tell a pretty much a prototype from oh. production. Mm-hmm. I, I well, I've, I, I've seen so many prototypes that uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know what a what a regular production one looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, production <laughs> no, you, can, just... you can smush the the sponges and the brushes in the drain and get two thousand points apiece, uh, and then the, the bubbles are. That is a cool I, game. I have to say, I never knew that. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, it's very nerdy. It's a nerd thing. You're not nerdy enough. No, but not nerdy enough. No, I, I was just trying to clean the stuff, and I never thought to try to push them down the drain. <laughs> now I know. And knowing is happening. And knowing, about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, It's funny. Both those sounds are right next to each other. More you know, and and then the GI Joe. So it's always a toss up. Yeah. More you know is a little more subtle. Yeah. So if anybody wants to drive out to Santa Fe. And help me go through parts. I pay in parts or pay with money. Oh, damn. What do I need? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you would love that. Far away. You guys guys fly out here to Denver. And we'll road trip down there. (laughs) There you go. That would be be a lot of fun. Stupid day job. 
Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it needs to be like Europe where we get like, don't they get like six weeks getting, vacation or something? Getting like fucking that, excited over a little round piece of plastic. Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe it or not, I still get excited about like when I'm digging through stuff. It's like, wow, look at that. I didn't know I had that. I mean, you know, I know I have it, but that's, I haven't seen it in a few, you know, I haven't seen it in a few years. So it's like, when yeah. it's like, wow, look at that. <laughs> so, yeah. Hang on, motor. <laughs> I have yeah. I think I used to have them. I, I might have sold out. Carrie, what was the name of that game that you wanted? You were looking for every, forever for where it's like little spacemen walking three quarters view on like sort of like a maze and they shoot little monsters. And there's a big giant like lizard head in the background with his mouth would open and stuff. Do you remember that? Oh, in uh, Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. So have you have you seen uh, one of those? That's, or... one, that's that's your grail. I, mean, I, did you... I had one. I bought one of those when they first came out. Okay. That, that was in the the arcade that I grew up. Yeah. I just hardly but ever I, seen one before. Yeah, it's actually a pretty fun game. Yeah, it is. it's a super yeah. fun game. Well, no, it's, it's a shitty game. Too. Nobody should get it. Should buy one. <laughs> yeah. them, yeah. that, uses the, that uses the skinny joysticks, top. right? The the skinny uh, it, well, with the buttons up. It uses a regular Wicco and then the blaster style joystick. There's the it's blast. a two joystick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one is a cool one. Pig. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave. Class, class <laughs> it up the show. Uh, I need a I cocktail. I show us Dave burps like five times. <laughs> I don't even have to look anymore as soon as he heard That's only belch. like two. I know it's him. No. Yeah, yeah. It, Leo hasn't made made much noise yet. A little bit, but I've much. been letting them go. I just have they, you know, I've been I, I heard the, the undertone a little you know, <laughs> yeah. earlier in the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I need the other cheeks, Meek. Hey, air can only escape two ways, right? <laughs> <laughs> or gas, I should say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, is Carrie in chat? I don't even see. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I changed my name out of out of going back to the what old. What is your uh, name? I'm uh, Billy Ray Gyrus. Oh my! Oh, God. Billy <laughs> Ray Gyrus. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I went with this Hello. nostalgic name. Nice. I was talking about yep. it earlier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm <laughs> typing. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm incognito. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're the whole time. <laughs> All right, you got ops. Uh, woo! There's <laughs> buyers, forty-one people in there. Forty-one, yeah. Wow. One mofo's. A lot of uh, new people too. J Rock's in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do we have any questions from the chat? Banana. Did anybody yeah. post this in Clove that yeah, we had a question today? For, uh, yes, I did. Okay. Oh, cool. good Thanks. job. As soon as yeah. we went live, I did a clock. I've been doing the past couple weeks, so I figured, okay, why yeah. not? Yeah, thank you. For Somebody needs to thank you. Yeah, I'll, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take on. I'll take it on. You're All our right. PR guy <laughs> now. <laughs> Yay! For you in there, if you're in the IRC chat, I just found it. I had, I'm new to this, so I just I was like, oh, look at that. There's yeah. a chat. There's a there's a link. You don't need an IRC client. Just go to arcade hangout. Um. Dot IRC slash live. And you'll be right in there. <clears throat> Easy peasy. Uh, or Larry, they're all saying hi to you in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Now the, the pressure's on to get on. Oh there. my god, they think you're yeah. in there. It's funny. <laughs> so Agra is Steve from Greenkers. If you guys didn't know, Agra. Ah. Oh, that's good. Steve from Greenkers. I don't know why he's changing his name. He won't let me change his name no more. So I gotta leave him alone. 
Uh, <laughs> Steven, Larry asks in oh. chat, how did they film like the screens while you're trying to play the game on oh, Stark? Yeah. Do oh, they have question. like a guy over your shoulder? That's like, no. <laughs> yeah, Jim, uh, Jim should be here for that one because he could give them. A I'm few here. From what I recall, I remember when you know when they would swap the games out between each episode because they film like like eight episodes a day. So I remember they would there was a guy in the back of the game hooking up stuff. So I think they it may have been a direct feed maybe off the the RGB well, signal. But it yeah, was there was. So no I'm wondering if since back then you you know we're we've talked about the the spectator monitors that that sit above cabinets that like yeah. midway had or whatever i uh-huh. wonder if they used something similar to that to pull the direct feed um Maybe. Be- I, I because I- because those tvs i'm convinced the, what makes them special is that they amplify the rgb signal just from my experiments like i'm sure that that they were designed to to am- they had amplifiers built in would be my guess i'm just i'm theorizing yeah, that, that, but I don't, you know damon might know the answer to that question better than i do Damn it, Damon, get on here. Damon's next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Yeah, so good times. Well, even in, we've talked about this too, in movies that had games, you know, like look at uh, Fast Times or um, uh, what's the war, war games, um, you know, where they have, what's the war movie? What's the war war It's like, it's like that. Tonight, Swanson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simmy Sam Winnie Sw- Swanson is it Swanson? Uh, oh, here it is, Samsonite. Way off. Yeah. Had to build up to it. Um, but but in those movies, though, you look at they they were like spot on, perfect. No um, no wavy lines. No, but the thing is, too, they're using they're using film cameras, so you can. You have a lot more manual adjustments with those, with changing um, the shutter speed, the shutter angle. Um, so you could do you could do a lot more to to really to lock in on those. Um, you can over crank, under crank the camera to get it to match up just just right. Whereas with video, it's close nowadays. It's very close, but it's still not quite the same. Uh, Nashvillian, Nashvillian, is that right? Uh, yeah, we, we come Clint, aka Clint, yeah. <laughs> our our uh, resident uh, ref for Grinkers. Uh, he liked to state that they used two cameras because, well, one was for the feed, but the second camera they had a close up on the score. Because remember, they would post it in the corner, uh, larger. So oh yeah, you, so you could see what the person's score was. Well, oh, that makes going. sense. Yeah, I think legally they had issues with that too. They had to make sure it was exactly the the minute long or whatever the seconds were. Yeah, to be legit, so they don't get in trouble with by, le- by legal. Mm. But so, does anybody else in chat have a question? Anybody? Tons of people in there. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people yeah. in there today. I'm probably going to be a sign off minute too. Just want to say, uh, as I kind of touched on earlier, uh, I'll have a lot more information next week, but. Uh, Sneak Fest, uh, which is the old Bro Fest event, uh, may keep your calendars open May sixteenth or the nineteenth. I'll have uh, for what have sneakier, Where where is that? Uh, sneakier than it. ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's going to be in uh, uh, Nassau, Lanconia, New Hampshire. It's going to be at the Fun Spot Museum, the old AK Museum. 
Uh, <laughs> By the time it's over, you won't even know what happened. <laughs> is, it still, is it still the biggest arcade in the world? It's the largest arcade in the world. It's been called the Louisville, the 8-bit world by the uh, Boston Globe. Absolutely. So Why does it? Oh, we can talk about that off there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, love to see people there. Like I said, I'll be posting in Clav uh, with all the official information, and I'll be talking about it in the upcoming weeks. But I uh, just wanted to say that out there. Uh, it's getting late East Coast time. I'll talk to you all uh, next week. All right, Leo. Thank you very much, Chief. Thanks for coming, Leo. Ciao. See you next week. Ding dong day. Another one. Lots of dust. Okay. So, I was going to get Irish until people knew about it too, but I'll get with them on Clav or other. Is this the time where we start talking shit about people that leave? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. See? Well, you're learning. You're now. learning. Yeah. I don't know you guys too too well, so I, I can't talk shit about you. But. Well, let's see. It's 1130 here. Now, normally we start at least half an hour late. We started a little more on time tonight, but uh, but that was a cram, like jam-packed arcade talk. And and, uh, and now that, I, that you know, I, we've had time to, to let that soak in, I think... Uh, for, for me, at least, I'm kind of I'm feeling the effects of my vodka now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'll be back uh, in one second. Well, see you later. No, <laughs> yeah. We need the slide roast. I, I had, yeah, yeah, I had one. <laughs> nice. I had. Yeah. There you go. I had, I had one drink, and my tolerance is such shit right now, and it was a light one, and I'm already feeling it. Yeah. It's probably because like I'm I'm no longer I'm not as engaged. I got yeah. a I got a question for Steven. Does he have uh Forgotten Worlds controls, spinner controls? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I wish I did. My Capcom stuff is very um very it's Sparks. more yeah, it's more for newer like nineties and two thousand stuff. Okay. Hmm. I don't have any uh I mean I have some artwork not for Forgotten Worlds, but I have some, you know, eighties artwork from Capcom. Like He's got bezels. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Well, not for Look at all drooly for the forgotten, oh. forgotten world's bezel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any Capcom stuff, do I? I don't have not any yet. Oh. Anybody yeah. else have any other any other questions or anything? No, let's talk some bullshit now. <laughs> well, well, Milestar, you're certainly welcome to just chill with us. I yeah. mean, that's that's this is where we just kind of normally we've already went off the rails. So this is like a record. <laughs> this is like best behavior right now. This is yeah. yeah. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. One last Maybe question. that explains why we have people in the IRC. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're behaving ourselves. No, okay. Nope. Yeah. I have one for Milestar. It's a weird one. Um, when was the last time you purchased an arcade game? Nice a, a game? Yeah. Uh, you mean for, for just to keep or to like yeah, resell? To keep, flip. I don't care. You can flip it. Um, I bought. Well, I, I traded. See, the good thing about being a, a tech is I could trade my services as a tech for yeah. games. You got more leeway than us, yeah. Yeah. So, um, before I left California, which was a couple of years ago, I got. Uh, I think I got like eight games. Eight from a. A, a small op um, that I we used to do work for. I got like um, uh, the Simpsons. Uh, there was a uh, Primal Rage and you know Raidens. It's like just filler. What we call filler games that yeah. this, they just they're made to fill a spot. 
Okay, nothing uh, personal for yourself, though, huh? No, I haven't bought a game for myself in in quite a while. <laughs> Do you All have right, family that that uh, enjoys your your uh, business ho- slash hobby slash? Um. Well, my I have a little girl. She's six. Unfortunately. Ah. I mean, like when we go to, you know, go to like Chuck E. Oh, that's right, because both of you were sick the other yeah. week. Yeah, for a while, well, actually. Yeah, she, I mean, she likes to play the, the obviously, the redemption stuff. And she likes the drive, like the the new motorcycle games and the driving games with with the big, you know, the, the raw yeah, thrills. Stuff. I have a six-year-old, too, uh, Steve, and my son was just playing one of those. Uh, it was yellow. I can't remember. He loved it the other day. Yeah. Motorcycle. Um, but I, I, I had a multicade here for a while, and like during her birthday, I, I turned it on, and the kids would play it. But in general, she she doesn't. I mean, but she knows you know who Pac-Man is, who Donkey Kong is. She knows all the character names, which is for for dad, that's really nice. But she doesn't really play, which sort of sucks. But yeah, it is what it is. So I I, <laughs> I apologize if you covered this already, but um, did you ever get into parts? Uh, you know. Uh, redemption stuff did you did you uh, dabble I, I, into that well it, i i get some in bulk buys but i don't okay. think it's going to pile up in a box okay um i have a lot of like sega redemption stuff like the the um, the ta- the crazy taxi redemption and uh there's a sonic redemption game okay one called, one called game show that sega made i have a lot of in a west stuff for that but there's, i mean no there's no yeah. demand for it I'm trying to think. Other than skee ball, the um, the only redemption thing that I always thought was really cool was oh, fuck golly ghost. I think is what it's called. We've talked yeah. about this on the show a long time ago. Not but a it's, shooting it's, game. It's, it's a shooting game that's got like a a, a molded. Um, it's like a haunted house that you're looking at, and it's EM in the sense that the doors and everything open up. But then there's projected ghosts and stuff that fly around, and you're trying to shoot those with your light gun. And it, it, it's a redemption game because it does end up spinning out tickets. But it is so freaking cool because it's like you're looking at the you're you are you're looking at a three dimensional thing that's that's uh, EM, but then you've got like a projection going over it. And this was like uh, it must it was early '90s because uh, I would have been sixth or seventh grade seventh grade i think um and i was when i was still in band i was in band for three four years and uh for our party we went to uh, um at that time what was it the zoo it was it was originally chuck e cheese then they rebranded to the zoo then they rebranded to rock city pizza and um they had one of those there it was a two-player game that you sat down um and you can find pictures of it online i think there's even video on youtube and it was it was really cool. I, it was pretty pretty darn neat. But I'm sure that that machine takes up a lot of space, and I've never I've never come across one. So yeah, I think it yeah. was like a re- reflection. Uh, wasn't it yeah. a reflection uh, effects or like a, yeah yeah kind of yeah, like a half asteroid deluxe? Exactly. Yeah, it's I, I remember on a side note, I w- I went to the um, so you know part one of the big things of being in the business is going to the trade shows every year that they had in Vegas or actually back then they had them twice they had the summer show or the spring show and then the winter show for the new equipment now it's only one time a year but I was at that show when when uh golly ghost was released and I remember they at the at the booth they gave away these little pins lapel pins with the characters 
on them. So I, I have some of those somewhere. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. I got a, yeah, I've, I know I've, I was excited that someone had a YouTube video. Um, uh, you know, it was like a camera pointed at, at it, um, I think. And then um, there are pictures of the cabinet, but there's not a lot of info. Last no, time it, I checked, those out there. It didn't, do, it didn't do well, so it didn't get yeah. wide release. Yeah, so uh, cool though. Like, yeah. uh, what a neat concept! And it was, yeah, it was really neat. It was a short game, but uh, it was. Really, I thought it was really cool. You know, it, it show. It was like if you took a like a bi level house, and he and you just cut it right down the middle so you could see inside, and so you'd have like a room, a room, a room, a room. And so, like the bathroom, you know, like a ghost would, a toilet lid would seat would flip open, and a ghost would fly out. And you, you know, it's kind of like Ghostbusters. You know, it was, it was neat. Yeah, I'll provide a link. Uh, there's a YouTube video of it. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it shows like the things animating and yeah. everything. It was, it was a pretty cool game. Terrible yeah. title though. God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because, because, and I and I agree, Steve uh, Mock, because, um, <laughs> because I didn't, I couldn't remember the title of it, and so for like, I was, I gotta say, like a couple years, I was googling and looking, and I couldn't find because there's not a lot of information, even if you know the title, and I couldn't find anything. I'm like, well, I maybe it was a figment of my imagination or something, <laughs> and. Uh, and finally, I don't know if it was Clav or what, I, I stumbled across it. Or maybe I was just, I got the right description in Google where I was like, golly, maybe that's it, and, and found it. So that's the only reason why I can kind of recall the name, because it was so hard to, I couldn't think of the name for so long. Yeah, it makes it hard to find. Well, why finally, they just call it like Haunted House or, or, or you know. <laughs> well, I, I think in Japan it was named something else. So, you know, when it came over here. Boonga boonga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, do you have a boonga boonga? <laughs> yeah. Helicopter, Helicopter Jesus <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> that that guy is determined. Uh, he, we, I thought he, he flew was somewhere to look for I thought, it. I thought he was kidding when he's like, "Yeah, I've been to Hong Kong and Japan, and I'm, I'm like I'm going to like, Korea, yeah, right. maybe North Korea. I'm finding yeah. it." <laughs> but yeah he's like in japan they're like no no that wasn't really popular here but in korea or something yeah, yeah he's so he flew to korea yeah yeah and then he never he's never heard from again because he like jumps the border and goes to north korea and hey <laughs> excuse, <captured>. excuse, <laughs> excuse please um i'm looking for this game where you take a, a prosthetic finger and put in in a fake butt can you uh can you point me in the direction <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, you've never seen one of those in the wild ever, right? <laughs> I personally, no. I've seen, obviously, I've seen the videos and the pictures, but yeah, yeah. You know, one of my other bucket list things is to go to Japan to the arcade district. Oh, the, the multi-level arcades. Yeah, yeah those are cool. I know. Yeah, whatever it's called, Akibara. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would, so. yeah, I would love to uh, play some of those, uh, some uh, Street Fighter with with some of those guys. Those and get my are, ass kicked. Those places yeah. are deceiving because it looks like it's just a redemption place, but then you walk in and then there's escalators that go up like Hundreds two or three people. levels. Yeah, and there's like <laughs> one level that's all fighters, another level that's all shooters, another level that's all retro games from the '80s. You know, it's like 
It's crazy shit over there. Oh, shit, who's well? I I they I, never I, had I, an I arcade reception. I need to keep up on the fucking uh, IRC. Wally is like Wally talking about a, golly golly goes. Oh, well, shit, Wally. Uh, what am I gonna do with the PCB though? That game is like all about the 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 EM stuff. You so, have a cabinet to go so, with it. So Jim, on my on my main cabinet, I can play Golly Ghost. It actually shows anime. <laughs> it has animation of the doors opening and closing. They actually redid the the background for it and animated. All right. It. So All right. We'll you can actually it. use we'll the light it. gun. You can use the light gun and shoot the gun. It's exactly the game. I'm telling you. All right. So. We'll play it on one condition. You have to make some lemon drops. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got to make uh, pancake shots. <laughs> it's a it's a deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, Milestar. Have you? Uh, are you? Do you? Do you drink? Well, obviously, you have. You had the Bacardi or whatever. I, I, uh, I do. I drink. Uh, yeah, like something like this, I would drink, but I don't drink every day. Okay. Uh, I, I, so do, I do. I do so meth. Healthy. Yeah, I do meth. Oh, okay. And... Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, um, have yeah. you ever? Have you ever had a, a pancake shot? No, but I've, I've eaten many, 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 many pancakes in my life. Okay, well, <laughs> then this no, is had, just right up your alley. No, and so, and both okay. are delicious. It's very tasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so a pancake shot is basically um, one. It, it's it's two shots. One's a chaser, and then one's the alcohol. So the first <laughs> the first part is butter shots and an Irish whiskey, like Jameson. And so, which is good by itself. So you take that, and then the second shot is just orange juice. And so you chase it with orange juice. And as crazy as it is, it, it tastes like a pancake. Like you just, yeah, it's really freaking good. Uh, so <laughs> if you make it out to Grinkers, or hey, if you make it out to Fun Spot when we're there, we'll, we'll uh, introduce yeah. you to them. Uh, yeah, back in back in my drinking days, like in my twenties, kamikaze. I love kamikaze. Oh. I would get so shit faced on those things. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. I, would, I would slam like five or six, and less, you know, just bam, 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 and I, I would go for the 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 instant buzz, and then I would stop and just mellow out the rest of the night. But <laughs> that's man. that's a good way to do it. Yeah, very tasty and delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My my dad told me that on on his honeymoon with my mother, that uh, she had two kamikazes and uh, they did not consummate the relationship because she was too passed out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I could have said something there, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Wally, he's going to send you that PCB if you need it. I like I like what Wally said. Wally, when 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 Jim goes, I don't want a PCB. What am I going to do with the PCB? He's like, damn it, I got to get rid of this thing. <laughs> nice. If you have a, if you have a cab for it, I'll send it to you. Yeah. If I had a, if I had a cab for that game, holy balls! I yeah. On. That that game would be uh, yeah. like in a museum or something. Yeah. I I had a PCB back, you know, like seven eight years ago, and they're very hard to get rid of. I think I sold it for like fifty bucks. Well, how do you okay? How do you end up with just a PCB? Like, do the cabinets just get trashed? Like, I like for yeah, for a game well, that didn't that doesn't sound like where too many were made. You know. Well, see, like all this, like when I would get PCBs and and I, I would get those from the local op. He was a big operator. You know, he operated like you know, a thousand games. So he, but back in those days in the 80s or seventies, eighties and nineties, you just 
you broke down the game and you kept, he kept all the parts, which is good for me. I got gotcha. you. I got I got a, a good little stash of stuff, but yeah. Oh yeah, you trash. I suppose yeah, yeah you, you get rid of it, and then you're like, well, I'll hang on to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep the boards for parts or whatever. So. Did that? I wonder if that game used what? What it used? Uh, did it use a, a monitor and like a half silvered mirror then? I, I don't know. I've never seen the internet. I know it's a JAMA game, and when I could, yeah. when I test it, it would. Oh, it is. You know, okay. It, it, yeah, it needed to go. Like you needed to use a gun to to go to the next level when at first power up or something, or or needed to detect something to go to boot in the game mode. So I could never test actual game mode, but it did come up. Okay. With, God, I wish I could go back in time or someone. I wish someone had. Don't you kind of wish, like, man, where's Joe Schmo with their, uh, you know, VHSC camera camcorder recording all this stuff? Because I, I, I need to look at this a little more closely. Wait, was yeah, the VHSC see those weird tapes? The the like, little ones that I, you need the that, adapter to go to a regular. That's so VHS. weird. You even said yeah. that. I forgot about those. Yeah, yeah, buddy, of mine. No, well, when what before. Uh, I got into filmmaking when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. And unfortunately, Carrie's seen a lot of these videos that uh, <laughs> me and my friends made when, when we were, you know, when we were kids and we had no editing gear and stuff and trying to make like vampire movies and whatnot. And uh, that's what he had was uh, one of those VHSCs. He also, and then we were playing it back on his parents. Um, they probably still have that VCR. It's one of those old school ones with the top, the, the top, top load, loader, that yeah. top load, and he oh, then yeah. it's got the remote, the corded remote to go. Oh yeah. God, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, that thing never broke. No, that, that those were built to fucking last. Yeah. Workhorse. Yeah. I still have a working eight track player downstairs. <laughs> you listen to your three dog night, <laughs> old John Denver. <laughs> John. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. Some REO Speedwagon. I had that on fucking eight track. Yeah. My first car had an eight track player. Did it really? True story. Nice. My my, never had a my second my Ooh. second car had an eight track. My Datsun 240Z. Nice. <laughs> That's some big tapes. I remember my grandpa had one. He had like those eight track tapes scattered all over the car. It's like, where's the Doobie Brothers? I don't hear somewhere somewhere. Oh my god! I grew up with my, the yeah. My my dad would listen to the Carpenters close to you on eight track. That's my that was right. a big part so, of my childhood. So what year this, was the eight track like, involved? Every freaking word. <laughs> like what year? Seventy what though? Because I have I have cassettes of from seventy two. My father, because I'm born in seventy two or seventy three. When I was one, my dad had a cassette Panasonic recorded. So what year was the eight track? Well, so my car, my first car was a seventy six. So it was it was a very limited time. That's why eight tracks are so crazy. I remember going through yep. my uh, my at my grandpa's cabin. You know, it's funny. I can I can actually kind of chart his his. Um, technological and uh advancements because in his cab in this cabinet so he had he's always had his sound system in the same spot you know like uh you know now it's a cd player or whatever but it, it started out it was a turntable and i remember going through the cabinet looking at his records and then years later uh, a few years later um and he's always like a generation behind and so like a few years later i remember as a kid he had eight tracks and i'm like what the fuck are these they're not atari games but they're <laughs> 
they're supposed to be music. They're not cassettes, you know, because obviously cassettes were out, and and um, so I didn't know exactly what those were. But I remember going through all of his all of his eight tracks, and then it became cassettes, and now it's you know it's CDs, and um, the, I don't even bother explaining the concept of MP3s. But you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. he is he's eighty eight years old, so you know, it's like. Yeah. Was it a track like like, like like beta? Like it, it was such a small window. Where you I think a track was much more popular than, yeah. than beta. Oh yeah, and so my 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 two forty Z was a seventy two, if I recall correctly. Uh, so no, it was. I think they were. I think they went strong for a while. Yeah. Like yeah. you still see people with like cases of them. Yeah, yeah a track yeah. came out in nineteen sixty five. Do you guys oh, wow. remember the uh, a track uh, player that looked like a TNT like? thing the plunger it had a big speaker in the middle of it but it had like a plunger and when you went it would change the the track you know how you could change it yeah we hear the yeah it would do that like in the middle of songs too yeah like because it ran out of room it was like impossible to figure out how to fast forward or rewind you had to play it until you got to a certain point you knew if you flipped it it'd be on your favorite song it's funny as, as a kid you know people would say a track a track you know and i was like a track like the letter a <laughs> i was like what does that mean i know there's a side a and a side b to a cassette yeah it, oh. it was designed by uh the fonz hey hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> here comes the one-liners or a canadian hey yep. right, very good seabart was waiting he's larry that was his one for the night. <laughs> well, barely end on a high note. Good night, everyone. Yeah, no, for my first car, they actually had the um, cassettes, like regular audio cassettes to 8-track adapters, too, which is like a really long 8-track cassette. But you could put a, yeah, like a regular cassette Holy in. crap. That was the dope. Yeah, I man. remember, I mean, well, I didn't have, I remember seeing one, you know, like, what the hell is that? Yeah. That's how I used to like so I only had like November two eight track tapes, neither of which I'd ever wanted to listen to. So yeah, so that's how I listened to music in my car was with the adapter. Holy shit. Um, um, and I, no, uh, I remember I the and then and then uh, later on they did something similar, the the um uh C D to cassette adapter. So you could you take a portable C D player and and adapt it to a cassette into your, your I have that in my bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Because I still have a regular. Those yep. were those were mind blowing yeah. how they how they worked. I and then I remember, oh good, you've got the anti-skip portable CD deck. So like <laughs> as you're yeah. driving, it doesn't yep. Sony yeah. Discman. So yeah. I put a I put a picture in the IR so there's two now because I didn't, it wasn't working. But if you check that picture out, see do you guys remember oh, seeing that? that one? Looks like a it says looks oh, like damn. a detonator. Sounds like dynamite. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't remember seeing that ever. But that's that what a great awesome. cool looking though, right? It is super cool looking. Why did they make the track selectors so big? Like, what's the point of the giant plunger? Top? Yeah, because just, there's just so much power. It's just to be cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at the big three on it. Imagine the DJ who's oh, up for the next the track. So probably three is the, the current track that's playing. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's, 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 all up to eight. Right. Well, no, <laughs> what a great four. host you'd be at a party. 
Who wants the next song? <laughs> yeah. I'm Boom. taking requests. <laughs> and oh, wait, some asshole just has to walk by and go, ha ha. Yeah. All right, sorry. That's that's on the fifth track. This is the first track. Hang on a second. Go, 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 go. Yep, basically, that's how it was. If you shipped well, one, the, uh, if you shipped one like that today, song, uh, you'd have the FBI at your front door. <laughs> it, lo- it looks like a <laughs> fucking um, Trump. Taxes, huh? Don't get me started. Just got yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to What? Anyways, I like the bottom of that picture. Says Panasonic, just slightly ahead of our time. Only slightly. It's all relative. That's funny. It's so funny the old technology like that. We took like nowadays with just MP3s or, or not even MP3s, just you know, just streaming like a Spotify. It's just like click, you're listening to a song. Click, you're listening to a song. None of this track yeah. crap. They, kids don't know what how how, no. how hard we had it. <laughs> I know, even just waiting through the di- through the rotary dials. How much of my life was was lost because people had zeros in their numbers. Yeah, start at zero. My my grandma's phone is rotary, and I and every every year. My uh, godmother for my birthday would, you know, send me a card or whatever, and I'd pick it up at my at my grandma's house when we were there for the holidays, and it, it was it was kind of like you have to call your godmother to thank her for the the card, and you know if she left $5. like ten dollars or five dollars, <laughs> whatever, and it was a rotary phone, so that was the only time that I that I would consistently use a, a rotary phone, and yeah, it was the same thing. It's like oh shit, I used the wrong no- ah god, start over, start over. <laughs> It's yeah. funny. Uh, about a year ago, my my little girl asked me. She goes, "Dad, w- when you were little, did they have cars?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, honey, they had horse and buggies. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. She's so so sweet, and innocent. Ten like, miles yeah. uphill every. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, do you guys remember the pulse dialist too? Yeah. When when you did, uh, yeah. which is basically a rotary phone. A rotary phone, just yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Again, awful. weird nostalgia on my end. Awful, awful times. <laughs> my, my, I, I, think I attribute that to the fact that, like, my family was always like technologically behind in the neighborhood. Like, we were, you know, I was the last kid on the block to get a Nintendo, and you know, I was rocking Atari. Everyone's got a Nintendo, and I'm like, hey, let's go play. Uh, let's yeah. go play Centipede on my. Atari, you know, it wasn't a 2600 yeah. then, and and then people were like, what the fuck? Super Mario Brothers, bro. Uh, what? I miss the yeah. boom boxes, man. Those are, like, so much money now. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, here's one. How do you guys say, so for Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. do you say Super Mario Bros or Super Mario Brothers? Brothers. 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 Bro. <laughs> now, now, if Brad was in the chat, he would say Mario. Super Mario. 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 Super Mario Bros. Bros. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I'll watch you know, videos on YouTube for like the, you know, the, you know, like, I don't know, just like, it's like the millennials call it Mario Bros. It's like, oh, no. That's, no. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Gino in the chat. Gino's like, Jim, you should upgrade your black and white TV. I'm like, I'm working on it, Gino. I'm not made of money. (laughs) 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 
Hey, so Stephen, I have a reactor question for you. So, because yeah. I'm sorry, I missed the first part. You have you you are a fan of reactor, even though it is right. just now gathering dust. Yeah. Um, so, what's your so do you what's your when you went back when you used to play it? With what was your strategy? Were you like could you? Me. Well, did you get past the unprotected core? All oh, those, of course. Yeah. Oh, you got to remember, back in the day, back in the early 80s, that, video games were my life. That's all I did was play games. That's all I did. All right. I was going to get a drink, but now you've got my attention. Hold right. So, because like, one of the, the frustrations, I will. So, I just need a minute with this man. So, y'all can just shut the fuck up for a minute. Because um, <laughs> I love that. Wow. I know, right? Well, I love this game. And, like, there's nothing like looking for videos, things like that. There's there's nothing. I don't normally seek out other people's strategies because it's like, it's the, it's the art of discovery. It's the thrill of, of figuring out yourself and what works for you. But what frustrates me about reactors, I really want to practice more the unprotected protected core phase but um you know you have but there you can't since you can't skip levels and uh, because i sit in, at a computer and type all day long my wrists only last so long so i can only play a, a couple of games before like my wrists take so it's like mm -hmm. i can't sit there and go i'm going to play this for you know a couple of hours i can do it a couple times and then it's like ah shit i'm done for the day i got reactor wrist um <laughs> so <laughs> but so so when you're in the unprotected core phase, like I've kind of gotten like sometimes like going, I can help stay out of it by by going counterclockwise. Like, I, I mean, do you, is this any of this bringing any bells? Do you have any words of wisdom uh, for me? Well, the, yeah, that's the trick is to go counterclockwise to the vortex. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's the third or the first invisible, invisible uh, part or the second but you know the, the the particles get so fat and they're really really hard to um hit into the the wall mm -hmm. um but my strategy was always i would i would fill up on decoys you know in the mm -hmm. bonus mm -hmm. numbers, i would just rack up all decoys and then once i got to the vor the invisible vortex yeah uh, i would use a lot of decoys as well okay uh, would you at all go into the little side chambers or would you oh, use yeah. the no, I use the the trick where you um you put a decoy right into right the bonus chamber, yeah, and yeah. then you then you keep your 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 man blocking all the particles that are spinning. Okay, you take him in there because you can usually get rack up. Um, if you do it the right, you can usually get a, a free man if you do it. I usually start mm. that on the um. Uh, it would be the 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 stage where where the the big the big particle comes out and then when you hit it mm -hmm. it, it breaks into that's when i usually do yeah. the, the bonus chamber strategy i start there okay yeah yeah i know you can rack up a lot of points there and i have to say overall i've not generally tried to point press much i've mostly just because like my goal has just been able to get through it like i just want to get through the damn thing but i can see where if you by point pressing if you can get an extra man then yeah well then... and also you, you hit down the control rods as well to get your decoys yeah um I, I I don't yeah I think that that's how you get the decoys is from right. the control rods because I, I remember the earth the prototype it would give if you got a bonus man you'd also get a bonus decoy but that was changed oh. right? and on a side note I've actually met Tim Skelly he actually signed <gasps> he, he played my reactor <laughs> signed my my man Terry's got a boner <laughs> a, a woman boner why are you guys disturbing the special moment between me and Steven? Lady boner, lady boner. 
You know what? This is why Steven needs to come to Grinker's or to Fun Spot because he yeah, can like yeah. he could play it and show us like how, oh, he, how no. he does it. Grinkers. Grinkers. You know what? If I played right now, I could probably make it to the second vortex if I started playing, you know, a game every day or two, but we'll buy you beers. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. get right back into the vortex. We'll buy you margaritas. <laughs> there you go. I think uh, yeah, the, I know you're talking. the furthest I got was probably the, the I, I got to maybe like the, the third core with invisible wall. Okay. That's, that's probably as far as, because, you know, Ratchet is a very hard game. It's a very low scoring game, too. You know, yeah. I, so, because I've never, like, where I can get, you know, you go through all the ones with the protected core, and then you go, then I have made it several into with the unprotected core. But I've never, because I understand that then it goes back to a protected core, and you kind of go back and forth with the different yeah, ways, I, right? Well, it, yeah, it's been so long. I, I, yeah. I'm, my mind's foggy. But I know, you know, I was back <laughs> in the day, I was probably in the, in the, High threes, the low fours, as far as scores. You know, three hundred thousand is the four hundred thousand. Yeah, 000. yeah, oh, no, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's like ten times my best. Yeah, but, I think. But, that, but but see, back then, you know, Reactor was my game back back in the day. Ah. So I played it all the time. And of course, when I when I bought bought it and had it at the house, I played it all the all the time. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's a great game. I, it, I love it. It's I yeah I I love and the music. Yeah. Why you don't have it on free play, right? Wait, yeah. Here, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on. Here you go. Have a reactor board, Carrie. PCB for you, PCB for him. And yes, I've seen the strat the wiki strategy thing. I went I did go to that. And that was definitely that wiki wiki. I figured Yeah, that was and that was very helpful. You ready for this? This was person personally given to me by Tim Skelly. And I don't know if you guys can see this or not. The code for it. No way. Oh, present. The present. ASM code? Present that man. And then he ought he autographed this. Oh, on. hold it up. Hold wait, wait. up. Ah. Okay, there we go. Now you're presented. Wow. Oh, how many pages is that? Well, no, there's four, there's four different little books that he so one is um there's four. This one's really thick. This one is um that's what she said. <laughs> Did that just say world's sloppiest so, penmanship? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So this, this <laughs> code to any game is almost impossible. Yeah, this is the data. The data file. Wow! Holy this shit! One, that is so cool. This is um, the Xerox. Who's <laughs> kidding? <laughs> Macro assembler. Give me a thousand dollars for that. This one is the code, the actual code. You want to get ten percent off if I ask? <laughs> and this one is the Y Y reference. So wow. I have every. This is um, there's only you guys. You guys know um, Proc from Claude, right, mm -hmm. Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Jones. Well, back when he was making um, Screw Loose and, and a couple other prototype games, mm. we. Uh, him and I and, and Skelly and David Thiel, we, all, all the Godly guys were all. We were all like. In IRC talking to each other, yeah. um, and so Tim, so Brian has a copy, and then I have a copy. So there's only two of these copies. Is that ever going to wow. be released for public? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, these Tim sent me these years ago. This would probably be like 2000, 2001, I think, when he he sent those. But I'm just saying. 
if you guys go away in a hundred years, maybe release it on the web. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the capability to scan, but it's it's actually pretty cool. I mean, it's yeah. This is the his you know he had the uh, all the copies of. That's crazy, awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool. That is. That is awesome. Um, there's people on the club that could actually decode that using. Well, I'm sure that's not the entire game, though. So. Yeah. So, like, here's the first. I don't know if you can see this or not, but that's yeah, like for some, the character wow. data to, to make mm. the character. Line six hundred and fifty-eight. It's like, holy oh. shit! Yeah. How daunting <laughs> of a of a project that. DW is a data word, so like data statements. So this this folder has four hundred four thousand four hundred sixty-three lines. Yikes. Are there any Easter eggs in there? Is there like a penis or something that they drew? Like those serious questions that we need well, to That's know. on line <laughs> three thousand forty-two. <laughs> 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 uh, these games and insert high score game uh, kits and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, it was funny because um, Damon and I, back when we had Blast from the Past, we did a booth in Las Vegas for the the Classic Gaming Expo. Oh yeah, and 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 Tim Skelly was a was a a, a a talk. He did a talk there, and I remember he came by the booth, and I was helping a customer, and I and I looked and I saw his name tag, and I I literally like, holy shit. You know, and I froze because I was like, "This is like guys like my like my hero," you know. And yeah. I was back then. I was you know thirty years old, and I'm like starstruck over a, a game programmer. So you know, I I I like I was like stuttering like I I I like a classic gaming expo. I, I went, like a I fucking, went, fucking porky for. <laughs> I went like to a, the classic gaming expo. Oh, I think the second or third one that was back in the. The, you thought I was going to say yes, yes, All right, GM. Yes, yes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's why yours sounds too. I know, but Jesus, that's a long one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you remember, uh, uh, Steve, do you remember the uh, Shane R. Monroe uh, podcast? He used to always go to the Classic Gaming Expo. And he was a, a really big retro arcade guy. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, he was cool. With John Hardy? Was he the no. really, like, Oh, he he had a partner, but he died while he was doing the show. Unfortunately, um, I went the year that Don Bluth went, and they were promoting. I, I was, I remember that? that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. We did like four. We would take games there, and then we had a booth where we would just sell like crappy stuff that we had at the shop. Oh wow! Yeah, that was a, that was a fun show, but yeah, that was back in there. I don't. Do they still do that that show? Uh, no. no, John Hardy actually he lives in Texas now. He he um he um is the there's a game museum in Dallas or outside of Dallas, and he he's like the the curator of this museum. So John Hardy was the main him I think him and two other guys were the main guys that did Classic Gaming Expo. Oh okay, yeah. So I, I see him uh, when I do the the Texas Pinball Festival. That was the the. I actually met the guy who built the the Dexter uh, and Daphne uh, emulation, and I didn't even know him. You know, I just met him when he was he he. Shane had a a, a arcade cabinet running Daphne, mm -hmm. uh, which was a pretty new emulator at the time, 
and the creator of Daphne was standing next to it, and I was chatting with him, and he was talking about he was talking about some of the problems he had, and he built it and stuff like that. So, I don't know it's kind of fun to just meet people that you know code those kind of things and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I, I never got that far into um, you know technical stuff. You know, I can I can like this reactor stuff. I can read it and I can comprehend like sort of what's going on, but. If you told me to sit down and program something, I'd... yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I just enjoy it. Yeah, Let exactly. other people like like Gleek program that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah let, let the experts program that. <laughs> yeah, I could hack it, but there's people that are way better than me. We we know them all: Spath and Berziki on Claw and all that uh, stuff. saves kits and shit. So yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yep. No, I wouldn't give you a thousand for that. I would like a copy though for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're taking uh, forty or three hours to scan that. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll pay you for your time then. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I know. I'm I'm at the point. I, I'm like I'm like one of those. Get off my lawn, guys! Right now, I just—I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Comes with age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's freedom with it. I just yeah. really want Donkey Kong code, man. Fuck reactor. <laughs> Don reactor is Donkey such Kong. a better game than Donkey. Sorry, it was just a joke. Donkey Kong. I know. I'm bringing it back down to the Donkey Kong level. Yeah, I do like Donkey Kong Three. I'll, hand, I'll give it that one. That one's that one's good because you get to shoot shit. But the other yeah. one, Rock too. I think he knows all that code and he codes out of his boards and stuff like that. So yeah, actually, when my reactor broke, the, my board prepped out. I sent it to him and he fixed it. There you he, go. Yeah. He's like, he's like uh, another one of my arcade hero gods. Yeah, J Rock's a hero. Yeah. Did anybody hear any news? That I, I'm the news guy. I should look the look into this. But do you remember when we talked about how they were uh, the I forget the the programmer's name, but the guy who made a major havoc, how they were gonna finish Owen off Ruben. that game. Yeah. Owen Rubin, that's it. Yeah. Um and yeah, they, they were working on finishing that game because you know how that game doesn't have an ending. They ran out of space. Memory. But then he decided he's actually gonna go in and finish it off and, and it's gonna have like an ending to the game and uh it's kind of a Borg Borg cube ending, you know, where you go to the mazes or on a Borg cube and they rotate. I don't know. Um, I haven't heard. Uh, I thought that was supposed to be done by the end of the year or, or something, but yeah, I haven't I heard, heard a thing, me neither. Hmm. So keep your ear out if you guys see I anything thought, or hear anything about that. Oh, that's right. I thought he completed it. Wasn't it in California Stream last yeah. year? That's what I, I see. I don't play, I don't have time to play stuff, but I heard chatter that. Yeah, because somebody played it to the end, one of uh, Gak's friends, and it was—I think Gak filmed it, right? And I thought it yeah, was that, that was a work in progress, though, and it, and, oh, it, and it glitches out, yeah. so it's it still has. Oh god! Yeah, the the part where you shoot to get to the base and land is finished, but not the actual base part. Yeah, that's the part they still got to put in. Not the part know? where you get to all the hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> Another Congratulations, major, major Havoc. Here's your hookers and blow. <laughs> Congratulations, you are divorced. <laughs> Grand Theft Havoc. <laughs> That's an inside joke. We shouldn't even talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, California Extreme, you gotta love it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Anyway, yeah. So I got to look in and see if they finally did finish that because uh, that was supposed to be a free, a free uh, thing too that you mm-hmm. can just put it put into your game. And I think it was a chip or something. You just put it in and it'll work. So that's pretty cool that those guys can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. something that always bothered him, though. It always bothered him that it didn't have the ending, you know. And they, they even had that one lawsuit where that kid actually got to oh, the very end, yeah. and, and then it, it stopped at a certain level. And he's like, "Hey, there's no ending to this." And he took him I to want court. My money and back. Won. Game does <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. It's a quarter kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many quarters I spent to get to the end? <laughs> I want them all back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? I just thought oh. of an interesting story you guys might like. This was back when Star Wars came out, Atari Star Wars. Um, so th- I think that was, what, 83, right, when that came out? Sounds right. So anyhow, um, on, on the cover of, of one of the trade magazines, it showed the, the upright in the cockpit on the cover, you know, because it was coming out in the next couple of months. And, and since, I, since I got that magazine, I, I knew what it looked like. Well, at the, okay, the, the there were two arcades in our town, the gold mine and then the, the mom and pop one. Well, I went to the gold mine and I would I would hang out in in the in the room where you know the guys worked because I they just knew who I was. And I was saying, Oh yeah, this new Star Wars game's coming out and it's gonna be awesome by Atari, blah blah blah. Well, the the manager of the gold mine called the head office in Dallas and told him about the Star Wars game for whatever reason. And um, apparently the guy misunderstood and thought that the local arcade, the mom and pop arcade, had the Star Wars already. And it wasn't even released. So guess what happened about a few days later? Some suits from Atari go to this arcade. Wow. News travels fast. yeah, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. Thinking that there was one out, out in the wild, and so, but there was, you know, there wasn't one there. But I felt bad because uh, fooled you. I, 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 I think I think <laughs> I may have said, yeah, they, they have one at Fun and Games already. You know, Atari Star Wars, they have one already. <laughs> Only because I, I, you know, I saw it on the cover of the trade man. So I, I, I think I caused oh, a little. That'd be a, that'd be hilarious to start stuff like, especially yeah. if you knew someone was going to make a personal visit. <laughs> what a prank! That'd be yeah. awesome. Just yeah. envisioning like the, the Atari thugs showing up, right? Like what, like what they look like. They look like, they're like, they're, they look like, like agents from the Matrix. Yeah, I was thinking like no, men, that, in, men in black. Yeah, yeah. That shit still happens though. Like at Cax, the the Namco's just down the street, like right next door, and. They come by and they, in fact, I was talking to Rich, uh, this whole game. He purposely doesn't have anything Namco just because they're close and they could walk by and go, oh, yeah. nope. oh that's interesting. <laughs> T-shirt Look with pac on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah. I think they're so strict they don't even want any um, 60-in-1 games there that run all that kind of stuff, you know, just, mm. just to be on the up and up. That's fair. Uh, Which is, yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm actually, um, now that I think, I just got approved for the Namco, the home versions of games. So I can sell those. What uh, is a home version? The, the ones without the coin doors. Uh, of any uh, game? Uh, yeah. No, well, they only make like, you know, Pac-Man Party and... and Ah, uh, uh, those, okay. Yeah, that 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 kind of stuff. Or okay, the, the three-in-ones and two-in-ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was... Whatever. Pretty cool to get. I tried to get the uh, the full 
the full spectrum, but they mm-hmm. only they let me do home home stuff. Huh. Huh. I'm strict. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and then let's see another story is at a one of the trade shows. I actually met Nolan Bushnell. That was like the highlight. That pretty much that was like the the swing moment of my life. Did you tell him um, he got you on the uh, Starcade? Uh, no, but I we actually played a game. This is when uh, Dr. Mario was released. Sweet. So we, we actually played a game of Dr. Mario together. You played a Nintendo game. They yeah. put $500 <laughs> on the line. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he's a tall guy. He's like 6'4". I mean, he's, he's tall. Really nice. Really, really nice guy. Um, but I, I, but that's another one where I, I was that far. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, he's tall. Oh. He was a tall. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> well, and, and also, see, I also met George Lucas, who is a short guy. This guy George Lucas. <laughs> so, um, but, sorry uh, to derail. Yeah, yeah you just okay. derailed it. I, I, Sorry, I, I normally have played like 800 sounds by this time on a normal yeah. show. <laughs> and it's just explode. that they've been bottling yeah. up inside. The more you drink, the more sound effects we get. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I like the, the sound glass. effects. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting the glass down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have both hands ready for your uh, to push the sound bite buttons. We yeah. know. So, <laughs> Stephen, are you good at uh, Warlords? Me? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Then you definitely the... need to come to Grinkers. <laughs> You're in. I, I always got my ass kicked. Like, there's a group of guys that play the cocktail at California Extreme, and they play yeah. for like a dollar a game. That's yeah. what we do at Grinkers. Yeah. Yep. I, I, but you I, can bring parts and lay them on the table. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Playing for 5K pots. And... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a. Here's an original 720 gear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's worth at least 10 rounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, you know, I used to collect. See, I, it was really weird because I'm really, I love business, just any type of business. Um, and so I used to collect business cards from, from like the, the, the guys that worked at the game companies. I have all these business cards from like Data East and Atari and Jenna Nintendo. Jameson. Oh, cool. Nintendo. <laughs> Christy Canyon. Peter North. <laughs> Rod Jeremy. <laughs> I, say, I, I, I tried to warn you, Star, but this is just what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the highlights for me are like meeting the president of. Of SNK, it's like, well, yeah, you know. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, at, at these trade shows, you, well, but you know, it's different these days because the industry is so small. But but back in in the in the late eighties and nineties, when I would go, man, it, the, they would rent out the whole like convention center in Vegas, and there were just booths by all the major companies and and all these games you could play for free and all this. Was it the CES show or was it its own no, show? This is the, the AMOA show. Amusement yeah. Operators Association. Oh, um, okay. This, yeah, this is like the trade show for our, our the coin op industry. It, it was awesome. I, I, it's great. Good night, Dave. We see that you're signing off. Dave from Buffalo, you leaving? East Coast. 
Yeah, I got. I got to go. I got hey, bathroom problems tomorrow. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, I thought you. I thought you. But your Miles Star does know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, do you want? Do you want to share a story? <laughs> no, no. He he was there early. Uh, renovations uh, gone haywire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the reality show will be on uh, HGTV uh, next fall. <laughs> I, I have experience in meeting men in bathrooms, so just. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, you love that. In the park <laughs> episode with Damon, jeez. Well, you know, but, but, you know, back back when we had blast from the past, people used to think Damon and I were gay because we were all we, we were everywhere. We went to the auctions together. We went to the shows. Hands, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we would snuggle at night together, but we were well, drinking yeah, Cosmos. I mean, I just, I... <laughs> <laughs> but we're not gay. <laughs> I'm actually There's married. nothing wrong with that. No, no, there is not. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> Take care. Well, all right, all right. See you, Dave. Sure Later, Dave. Dave. Take care. Bye, Dave. Yeah. Thanks for the advice on the park. Yeah. <laughs> that one's for Dave. He gets a large marge. So yeah, we forgot. One we forgot rust. to give him the uh, the weekly. Hey, watch uh, Bandersnatch there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Watch Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah, we'll have to put it into the oh. Slack chat. So we won't talk about it next week. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Go watch episode. Uh, that, that's uh, why he's, that's why he's avoiding it. He doesn't want to talk about it again. Or whatever it is. <laughs> Do we even? I don't think our 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 title even says we talk about Bandersnatch. We got to change that title, right? Oh yeah. Oops. Talk about some snatch. Ban we could, it could be banter snatch because you know we talk. <laughs> banter snatch. Oh, that's that's nice. too clever for our viewers <laughs> <laughs> or us. <laughs> well, yeah. I think most of our viewers are far more clever than us. Uh, I agree. Yeah, not if they're watching the show. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that's on you, folks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. They would feel better about themselves. <laughs> well, since since we're so divulged in arcade talk, uh, I I hear that there's something called Tempest in small form factor. That oh yeah, you go they, for it, Andrew. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I heard I heard that was my little uh, wink wink at, at <laughs> so when I joined. It was just me and Andrew, and all I could hear were Tempest sounds. I was, I, that's actually the first time I'd fired it up. It's been fire it up, fired it up, fire it up, fire it up. I love the crow. Yeah, I don't, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Present slow, slow. You're going too fast. Slow all down. Right. Yeah. Said no girl ever. Well, wait, no. It said every. <laughs> well. Oh, look at that. Wow. I think it's a fun little device. It is. It's cute. Yeah. It's pretty. It's. I think it's It's maybe more accurate than the centipede. You know, the centipede. So if you want to get a world two. record, how would Clint, uh, would he like look <laughs> over your shoulder or? Uh... We'd set up a camera. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, it, it plays pretty well. So the, they, they added, so the, the spinner on it is quite a bit taller. Oh, yeah. In proportion. Oh, to the yeah. Pencil eraser. You, you can actually get a pretty good, you know. And my hands are yeah. pretty big, um, like a nipple, like a nipple. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> yeah. He's like, great, doable. Yeah, one two. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, but uh, you know, it uh, sounds pretty good. Was the back open? Yet? No. Back door. So yeah, uh, that knob that knob pops off, and they give you these little teeny, teeny, teeny knobs. They're like, yeah, like side. Are, uh, 
it's like to scale, I guess, uh, of the Tempest. Of That's impressive. But it's but it's uh, almost unplayable with those itty bitty knobs, Titty. right? Yeah, it's really just more for looks <laughs> to look at. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's got <laughs> the itty bitty yeah. titty, itty bitty. Oh. But it has knobby. you know, it's like the, the the buttons itself on it are are actually like properly arcade buttony shaped, and you know they're pretty. It's good got the cone feel. buttons. It does actually look like a cone buttons. Yep. I hate these little stickers right here. Stickers off. Gary could use them. I got rid of all those stickers. I got to get these off. These are stupid. Well, and the the little volcano buttons even light up and everything. They do light up. Yeah. And this this door opens up here. Where do you get the little (laughs) tiny quarters to put in? Uh, there are little quarters that come with the centipede. I don't know Monopoly if the quarters money. came with. Yeah, we didn't get quarters with this one. Okay, so the centipede oh, came with gone. quarters, but but this one didn't. I so guess. I have a complaint with mine. Uh, do you have a complaint Uh-oh. with yours? <laughs> uh, not yet. So far, my complaint is that it that does not last very long. Um, oh, the I had it in the bar, and the battery lasted a half hour. Oh well, oh. that's a good question. I well, hopefully sucked. you're not very good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> I would think I would think it should last quite a bit longer than that. Yeah, you'd think it has heft to it. Like you could feel there's yeah. a battery in there somewhere. So just uh, just can you, uh, switching power supply. You're all good. Can sure. you plug it in like an AC adapter? Or yeah, it's it's got yeah, like yeah, a yeah, you USB. Oh, nice. All right, for, and that, it's that really loud too and bassy. Uh, yeah, and you can the volume controls on the back, so if you need to mm-hmm. turn it up or down. Um, yeah, says, Mark. Quit complaining. So the, so the, the back of yours, <laughs> mock on the this little bit here. Yeah. So this, I don't the, have that. You don't have the backdoor sticker at all. Because oh. you have a you got yours. Uh, oh, so mine's a backer. Oh yeah, because mine says backer edition thirty three. Uh, yeah. I was just a, a peon follower. Mox is a counterfeit. <laughs> all right. See, <laughs> so Andrew got it for the uh, for as the backing price, and I came on board just from seeing the advertisement on Facebook. I said, those look cool. I want one. Mox is a fake. So you want those 33, give me a 34? Oh. <laughs> I know, there you go. I don't know if you can see that. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Your head is huge, Andrew. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, it's so close up, we can see the reflection <laughs> of your yeah. scoreboard. Oh, look, you can see, yeah, up there. There you go. <laughs> it says Kong. Think yeah. fight. <laughs> so you actually have to push this button to add credits, and then yeah. push this button to start. Just like you know, I think that's kind of cool. You have to do that. Yeah. So see how loud it is. They are toys. Can you re- but- now, if they make a Forgotten Worlds uh, Super Tur- like uh, Circus <laughs> Charlie, can you replace your entire arcade with those? And, and you could have like four thousand games in your garage. I could fit a lot more than I have in here now, yeah. It sounds pretty loud, right? <laughs> yeah, it's scary. That's got some good volume to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cute. Yep. I like it. I like that the marquee lights up too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a must. Yeah, but even that one up arcade cabinet doesn't even have a mar- light up marquee. You gotta, you know. Those things are like two or three hundred bucks. Stupid. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, IKEA does not believe in including marquee lights. <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> Do I get uh, beef stroganoff with that? A hot dog. Meatballs. Yeah. Meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. With the meatballs and yeah. So good. 
<laughs> that was that was like one of the first major milestones for for me and Carrie was surviving IKEA together. I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, wow, look at us. You go in there and you're like trapped in their little maze and you can't get out until you buy. Oh, something. oh, but we got we got we got a secret tip from yeah. one of the employees on how to how to cut through all of oh, that the secret stuff. passages. Yeah, there's secret little secret passages. spots yeah. if you look for them. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like a fucking clue. Now, now, did you go on the weekend or a weekday? We'd have to weekend. be a weekend because we never see each other during the weekdays. Okay. I just, just want to make sure. No, he's got a good point. Oh, you were on the show the one time over here on the Tuesday. Oh, that's true. No, that's mm -hmm. true. And so, which meant that I was there, in fact, on a Monday. But no, we've we've done it um, proper on a weekend. Like, properly. Like, I think yeah. twice we've been to, or maybe even three and times we've been to yeah, hmm. right before Thanksgiving too. That was a oops. But Ooh. but but we made I wouldn't it. even go there alone on a weekend. I'd walk out there hating myself. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I hate myself. <laughs> that that's <laughs> what, what you do when you want to pick a fight. When you want to get into a brawl with some <laughs> random schmo. Hmm. I like those YouTube videos where people go to IKEA then they go to sleep in one of the beds. <laughs> <laughs> There's videos of that. Jesus. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? Live stream, me sleeping in IKEA. Yeah. <sighs> so we got to test it. <laughs> That's right. Speaking fall, of testing, I don't like this bed. It gives me bad dreams. <laughs> Uh, did, you, did you guys see my uh my my posts with my my test uh recordings of of oh not yet i did see you posted them but i didn't actually get a chance to i i just yet. did a, i just did a new one for for toki i figured out some better settings so um so i got my uh ossc which is my part of my chain of capture devices so i can do a direct feed for my games and I spent a lot of money on it. I mean, I to me, it's a lot of money. Um, to console streamers, people on Twitch, it's not that much money, but it's like two hundred bucks. It's 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 basically this this it's this device that will. It, it's not the same as an upscaler. So, um, it's a it's a it's called it's OSSC. It stands for Open Source Scan Converter. Um, so it's an open source device. And this guy in Great Britain, I'm probably going to get that screwed up here. Someone in the IRC will correct me, I'm sure. But he designed this device. And what it does is it will take um, it'll take just like any source, like it could be a console, could be could be an arcade. In my case, it's an arcade game. Could, um, it's got multiple inputs for different streams or, or different uh, sources. And what it does is it doesn't, necessarily upscale it what it does is it multiplies the lines so we're taking arcade games 240p is what is so you're you're talking like 320 pixels wide typically 240 pixels uh vertical so this will will take that and in order to get like let's say in my case i want to get um uh 720p or 1080p like an HD signal, it'll just du duplicate the lines. So if you do 2x double, and you'll get instead of 320 by 240, you get 640 by 480, and then you know so on and so forth. It goes all the way up to uh, five times, and um, 
So it does it does this really, really well, even out of the box. Like you don't have to change hardly anything other than how many lines you want it to duplicate. So uh, yesterday I was running some tests and I was just blown away at how much better this thing handles. So before this, I bought one of those cheap Chinese converter boards um, that is supposed to convert an arcade signal into a VGA signal so that you can use like an LCD. They're really common, like and they're only like 20, 25 bucks. But I just was not impressed, which didn't surprise me. I'm a video nut. Plus, this is a 20-some dollar board, really, you know. So I decided to invest in one of these. I kind of bit the bullet. And I'm. it was a fucking amazing investment. Like, it's so, so good. So right out of the box... I was impressed with the with the quality. So yesterday I was running I was running a bunch of, of tests and I figured out some additional settings and stuff today. You can really customize the settings to get this thing like locked in. Like um, if Keith was on here, he'd tell you the same thing. He uses it like it's this device is most commonly used with console stuff. So if you wanted to use your Nintendo, your Super Nintendo, your Sega Genesis, your your really old consoles. And hook them up to like a 55 or 60 inch or whatever high definition TV, 4K, whatever, um, you would use this because not only does it kind of upscale, it, it increases the resolution because it's duplicating the, the lines, but there's no input lag. So you can basically just take your, let's say your Nintendo, plug this thing in, do whatever settings appease to you. And then play just like you would on your on your old CRT, but on a giant screen. But in my case, I want to use this as a capture device or a streaming device. And so it doesn't there there are some differences with that. Um, but the big thing is that if you want to really customize this, you need to have some some special test patterns, but the automatic settings right out of the box are amazing. So I was just blown away yesterday with with my test i was doing um today i did a longer i did like a five minute test with some of the new settings i applied with toki and uh it's pretty damn amazing so i was i was i'm really excited and tomorrow my splitter device is supposed to show up thanks to my our good friend mike mann he uh he knows the guy that made andrew remember i posted in slack that uh splitter yeah, device where I'm like, God damn, if I had known. So I have two different devices on their way. One's from France. It was like 30 bucks. And then this one, um, which is specifically designed for streaming. The other one, the one from France is meant to kind of split the signal. It's more meant for, for strictly around JAMA stuff. It's really common in the fighting game community. And uh, But this other one, this guy designed specifically to amplify the signal as well as as buffer it so it's meant to not affect um uh playing your game on your cabinet while streaming so it shouldn't have any effect on the picture on the on your arcade monitor while you're sending the signal out right so that's supposed to uh mike was mike hooked me up because he knew the guy that designed that (laughs) so um so that's supposed to arrive tomorrow so that's the other piece of this puzzle and so i'm hoping I don't like to put put dates on things, but but I I'm feeling pretty good with how well this went. That by next week I should at least have all my tests performed to with the point where I can start building my um, my final setup and, and rig my because because. 
basically, so so Milestar, I've been talking for for a while now. I want to make a portable, semi-portable, because there are going to have to be cables run, but a, a rig that I can move from cabinet to cabinet easily, just plug it in and be able to send a direct feed into um, my capture device so that I can do, a, I can either do live streaming or gameplay videos that uh, that have that direct feed because I'm so sick of like I have nothing against setting up a camera on the on the arcade monitor, but I get my OC, my OCD kind of kicks in my video OCD where I get tired of seeing um, refresh lines and uh, where they're not perfectly synced up with the camera, which is nearly impossible to do with an arcade monitor because of their their frequency. Um, you can get it really close, but that that gets annoying after a while. I would like to also like I would like to have just a direct feed with with my gameplay videos. So that that's how this this project began. Um, and there's surprisingly you can you can YouTube you can be like um, arcade stream or arcade Twitch channels or or, or whatever you want to you want to do a search for, and the close. There are almost there are very 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 few streams and feeds that show not just the direct feed and a webcam of the person's face, but a direct feed and a picture of the uh, of a video of the person on the cabinet as well as that. So what they're doing is they're playing the game either on their PC or um, you know they're 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 not. They're not actually splitting the signal from the cabinet, so so there's not a lot of that. I've come across like a couple videos, but there's not a lot of people that are successfully doing this um, that I've that I've actually seen. So yeah, it's almost all it's been meme. yeah. It's either it's either meme or they're sending the signal directly to their LC their their computer without actually playing it on the cabinet right. at yeah, the same think- time. I think Billy Mitchell could help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for that. I was going to play a rim shot, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's, it's been a fun project because part of this, part of this sparked from the point, the, the fact I did this um gameplay video with Arkanoid like a month ago and it was bothering me because I'm, if I if I set my camera up, if I set my camera up on most of my games, it's the the effect is is subtle. It's it's there. This 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 um this diagonal refresh line is it's subtle, but it's there. But if I do it on Vision Pros, they operate at some other refresh rate because you get this solid black line coming diagonally. And no matter what setting I change, I cannot completely get rid of it. And that's so. So that was bothering me, coupled with the fact that I can't restore a game because I'm in Minnesota, and we've got and we've got like two feet of snow, and it's cold. And so I've got projects that I want to work on, but I can't do it just because it's too cold to go outside. And so I'm like, well, wait, I would like to do this. I would like to be able to take a direct feed. Wow, this is a great project. This will help. <laughs> and it's and it's exploded. It's like turned into this huge thing i thought it was just gonna be a simple little thing that you know a couple weeks 
no, now it's become this investment. Like I've put all this money into this. Uh, it's become this big project, which as much as I would like to complain about it, it's probably a good thing for me because it holds me over until spring. So, so that's what, that's, that's what I've been working on for the last few weeks. Um, long winded way of explaining what, what this is that I'm working on. And you're, you're pretty cool. And I'm really close. I'm yeah. Yesterday was a huge breakthrough. I can't believe how awesome this device is. And you can go online and um, find all kinds of videos and stuff where people are talking about. All right, here are my set my advanced settings for getting Super Nintendo look absolutely beautiful. Um, and so I t- earlier today I was actually looking at that. I was looking at um, how can can I make this stuff look even better, even though it looks great. And ultimately, I decided that I should stick with the 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 automatic settings on on a lot of the stuff because each each game you're talking about each PCB is a little bit different from the other. Because originally, I was like, "Oh, I will just plug in Crafty Mex TPG." This is what I was doing earlier today, and I will hone in the settings on that, and then I'll plug. And then I'm like, "What am I doing? That makes no fucking sense." Because Every arcade board is going to be a little bit different, and so you you can't really, unless you're going to make one profile for each individual game, it's not feasible. Plus, not every game has really good test patterns on the, on the board. So, so that kind of answered that. Anyways, I'm all, guys. all right, Gleek. Hey, mm. thanks for uh, showing us your great do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Yeah, bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Mike. See you, Mike. Or Gleek. See you, buddy. Thanks for coming Mike, on. Both is fine. See you in the IRC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Well, are you so leaving nice us too, on. Steve? Or oh no, that's, okay. that was just yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah, sorry, I'm no, I'm a chat behind. I'll just he's he's still auditioning. He has to stick it out all the way to the end, don't you? <laughs> Ooh, just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no, no t- people, yeah, people, people I think the end is near. I'll, I have to I'll say. tell yeah. you guys to fuck off and leave. So don't worry about it. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's oh, our oh, room. You fuck off and leave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. That fits right in with that. I one. declare a thumb war. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's 11 quarter to 12 here. Yeah, so we yeah. should probably end the show. Actually, we, yeah. All yeah. yeah I mean, unless anyone has any other new yeah. stuff to talk about, we can wrap it up. Yeah. I got a story I'm going to tell next week because I'm tired. I was up cleaning up doggy vomit all last night. So, uh, how how is Poochie? Is he still sleeping? Hmm? Yeah, she's still this sleeping. This is it. I made a noise yeah. like this. Hopefully, hopefully no. she sleeps through the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a I have a cat that throws up like all the fucking time, and I I call it I call That's her. That's why you don't uh, have cats. <laughs> I call her Kitty Carpenter. <laughs> oh, 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 that's, that's funny, up, right? Yeah, that is. Oh. Exactly. I made a Carpenter's reference earlier today. Yeah, that's what made me think. Of yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Swearing because she she threw up all night long in up in the bedroom, and then oh. this morning I let her outside where she had some diary and she and she came inside drank a bunch of water and i'm like yes she drank water i think she went back outside sniffed around a little bit walked back in the house walked across the hardware floor and then vomited all over the water all over the the, the shag carpet like you were outside 
you could have thrown up there. You were on hard oh, floor, you could have thrown up there. Oh, I know. No, right? you're going to no, walk they, away. They, they always go for rug. the carpet. They yeah. wait until they're right on carpet. Oh. Not, I have like hard, or the hard couch. floors. Hardwood floors, and they still puke on the carpet part. Yeah, no, gotta, gotta walk to the carpet to vomit. I'm like, couldn't oh. do it in the bathroom where it's like tile. You couldn't do yeah. it in the kitchen where there's tile. No, you gotta yeah. go in the living room where I sit and watch TV <laughs> and barf right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes cats are jerks. Fuck you. I, trust you, I trust you, Steve. I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't but, feel good. Look. Both my now cats. Clean that shit up. I both both my cats here. were outdoor cats, so they'd go outside, they would eat grass, oh. they'd come inside, again, not on the tile, yeah, not on the hardwood, grass, it would be warning, couch, though. the carpet, <laughs> or the bed. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop oh, it. the bed. Stop oh, the bed. Stop it. discovered that one night. So oh. maybe that's Steve's problem. He is in California, so they do have uh. a lot of grass down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get, a dog, get a dog so the dog eats the throw-up. Yeah. <laughs> they do like the poop. Dogs do like cat they poop. Do. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Apparently cats don't digest things real well. Like leave no. interesting chunks. Yes. <laughs> My brother's dog loves eating garden. beer and rabbit poo. Uh, mm. You can't figure it out. And it's not even hairballs. Like that's another whole issue. Like, yeah. Like I'm talking about like cat food. She's always throwing up okay. cat food all the time. Like hairballs, she likes to throw up underneath on, underneath our bed. That's that's. Leave you a nice little morning. Please, please tell me you check for those. Uh, like every couple yeah, of weeks, little, little like hair check. hair hair sausages. Yeah. Right? Oh. Don't you smell them? Aren't they like just nasty smelling? So you're like, oh, oh, nice hairballs. Nice Sometimes they don't smell. They're all mixed in with no, cat don't. food. And hair. <laughs> Here's a nice little. <laughs> if it's just hair and if it's just hair and like stomach bile, it doesn't oh, really gross. smell. Boy, this show went off the rails. Next week, I'm gonna tell an I'll tell an arcade an embarrassing arcade story. All right. All right. Hey, well, well thanks, Stephen, for coming on yeah, the show. Just, hey, hey, fun. come back anytime. Yeah. Yep. If, you, if yeah. you can put up with this last half an hour uh, that's that, what the that show's means. usually like that's, that's <laughs> usually what the entire show is like so if you're okay with that come back anytime <laughs> all right i appreciate it i had fun thanks guys and gals yeah. thank you it was nice thanks, uh, everybody it was for nice coming. seeing you face to face yeah yeah, yeah. and thanks yeah, again like, for the for the donkey kong ornament I, I if you watch the christmas the last christmas show i i was talking about it i think a little bit i was pretty hammered mm -hmm. but it was I, I was really happy about that it was a really nice yeah. gesture <laughs> Oh, you weren't the only one that was pretty. Not, not only he, not only did he send me one, he sent me two. <laughs> Just one via Mexico. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I hey, I got a nice Neo Geo card. If if I didn't get the second one, I would just hung up the Neo Geo memory card on my Christmas tree. <laughs> it doesn't have that same appeal. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks. No. Not a problem, guys. All right, you guys have a good evening. I guess very well. Right. It's already, it's already hey, tomorrow. Take, take it easy. Think think about fun spot this spring. Yes, right. yes, exactly. Or Grinkers. And, and Grinkfest. And, and yeah. Grinkers. And there you go. Yeah. Okay. I'll think of that. All right. All right. All right. Okay, See you, buddy. Bye, guys. All yeah. right. Take us out. And uh, thanks, everybody, for coming. And we had a lot of people actually on the show today. We had a lot of people in right. IRC. Uh, 42 at one point. Whoa. I thought it was 30. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's 30, awesome. 34 right now. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Nice number, huh, Andrew? <laughs> I didn't yep. set that up, I swear.
<laughs> Thirty-four thousand. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, no, yeah, roll that. I can't imagine being a host on Outsiders when there were like ninety people 90 in there. People, yeah. Oh yeah, sometimes it was crazy. you could well, not. Carries, you had to scroll. It's out. <laughs> Fade and All right, let's call it a night. All right, night, everybody. Take it, take it out. Yeah. Love you.